5: all right folks check it out i got shows coming up and i really want to see you there so let me give you some specifics so you can get your tickets and make your plans now that the world seems to be opening up now's a great time to get out and laugh with everybody else so from july 9th to 11th i'll be in ontario california at the ontario improv From July 15th to the 17th, coming to Raleigh, North Carolina at the Raleigh Improv. My first time there. I'm excited. I'll also be in Oklahoma City from August 5th to the 7th at Bricktown Comedy Club. Again, another place that I've never been to before. So I'm excited to go to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma. Anyway, from August 12th to the 14th, I'll be in Liberty Township, Ohio at the Funny Bone. Some people call it the Cincinnati Funny Bone, but really it's in Liberty Township. It's right outside Cincinnati. then i'm back in california at the american comedy company in san diego california from august 19th to the 22nd there will be more dates added to this and if you want to come out you come to see me i'll also be in abu dhabi on september 17th at the new etihad arena i will be the first performer there and you should be there for this premiere event this week's episode of Culturally Canceled is a perfect example of what the show's all about. Bringing interesting people together and genuine conversations. That being said, today I'm joined by my dear friend, pretty much family, he is family, I need to say pretty much, my good friend and family member, Chuck Zito, who also happens to be a former Hell's Angel and a fantastic actor. We've also got multi-talented musician and younger brother of Fra- Sylvester Stallone, to me the more important Stallone, Frank Stallone is here with us. There's a new documentary about him on Amazon called Stallone. Frank, that is. It's amazing. You should all check it out. I loved it, and you'll learn a lot about the guy. And then to round it all out, we've got my homeboy, Emilio Rivera, with us, who you likely know from the many movies he's been in and TV shows such as con air sons of anarchy the mayans um you know you get the deal this episode we talk about our favorite boxes in history how it's a bad idea to mess with the hell's angels i think i don't think this episode needed to tell you that one and the, and the time frank stallone once fought geraldo rivera and beat the dog shit out of him this episode's a lot of fun and frank's got stories for days so please enjoy
6: you know what I see quite a bit once in a while before pre-COVID was I see on Sugar Ray at the golf tournaments. He looks Sh- shirt, Sugar man. Ray could fight right now, bro. He's Sugar just, Ray mean, fuck bro. Sugar
5: still looks, looks right. like he's 40. He looks great. <laughs> fantastic. I just yeah.
6: went on vacation. My uh, lady
5: and I went on a couple's vacation with some other couples, and Sugar Ray was supposed to be there with us, and then his sister got sick, so he couldn't make it. No, he looks great.
7: You know what's really funny? When you see Tommy Hearns, you ever see how big his hands are? I got big hands. His hands are like meat
6: hooks. I oh, always like Hearns. a Hitman Oh. Floyd Mayweather will play with Tommy with Colby Hearns. Colby brother. No. Tommy
7: Hearns will walk him down and. Beat him. Well, how about him and Hagler when they had that fight? I oh, was I ringside.
6: You were, you were with my bro- only reason I got uh, ringside. I, I remember was that? That, shit put bro. Sly. I that remember.
7: was a war War right there, bro. Yeah, he was just there. <laughs> I never heard of <laughs> he him. I never heard
5: of him. But you, I know. <laughs> I would
7: go to the fights with Sly. That's why I got privy to ringside seats. Me, I couldn't even get in the fucking place. You know what <laughs> I mean? Looking <laughs> great. You went just so, a good fights I was there. Oh, I saw Iconic, him. Man. I saw Cooney Holmes. Is that right? Yeah, but close. Because, you know, in those days, they let the celebrities. That was 85. I got to tell you, man. That was 80, Tommy yeah, came out of the right corner. Yeah, he bro. hit Marvin. He hurt him. And yeah, I, and oh. I know he did. I'm Richard Chiquetti's day. <laughs> and I go, man. I Tommy. And then Hagler was standing in the corner, in between. Remember, you used to do this. Yeah. He hit his head. I go, Tommy's in fucking trouble now. Well,
6: we lost Hagler last year. You Remember when that was a shock? Was, was. That was, was this great, year, wasn't it? This year, yeah. He looked great too, This year, few
7: We have. He was a great. He was. He was a. You know what? I used to see him fight in Philadelphia. Philadelphia had four middleweights. Nobody wanted to fight. Benny
5: Briscoe? Benny
7: Briscoe, Bobby, Bobby Boogaloo Brooke. Watts, Monroe uh, Brooke. No, Willie the Worm Monroe. Willie the Worm. And Cyclone Hart. Four killers. Yeah. He came into Philly and fought every one of them. And he lost to a few of them, then came back and beat their ass. Yeah. He was he was a man's man. Marvin was He was from Brockton, right? Brackton. Brockton. Well, he's actually from Newark. But after the riots in Newark, his mother moved into Brockton. But he was more Italian than me because of the Petronelli brothers. Yeah, he yeah, spoke, yeah, yeah. and he ended up living in Italy. I know, but he spoke Italian. He spoke he Italian. Yeah. Like, but he, hey, had no, he
6: had no nonsense style of fighting, bro he, was, bro. he was just, you know, he just, he was just. A, he was did a boxer you ever bro. see
7: him? Think about it. Watch all the fights. Did you ever see mm-hmm. him on the ropes? Ever? Never. No. He bounced, but he was always in the middle. Never. And I used to ask my friend Dave Ravello, who fought Mickey Ward and all. I go, did you ever see him spar? I said, I've seen him all the time. But I go, how was he? Like you said, businessman. Not
6: forward. For, forward always, open, always perfect. forward though. Yeah?
7: Yeah. Always, always like in control. The, the prowler,
6: the prowler, bro, the aggressor. You know what I'm saying? You're the he bad was aggressor. He yes.
7: Was, uh, he, I think he had knocked Monzone out. I'm serious. I thought did Monzone, he fight
5: Carlos Monzo? nah, Monzone? Nah.
7: Monzón fought guys that were half dead. Yeah. <laughs> ah. now, did he fight Nino <laughs> Benvenuti? <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out. He knocked. He knocked. <laughs> he knocked Nino Benvenuti He out. did right. But yeah. Benvenuti
5: was too good looking to be a fighter because he had all the girls. <clears> those Argentinian guys. No, he's Italian. Was, no, I thought he was an Italian from oh, Argentina. Oh no, no. Bonzone's Argentinian. Yeah. Where was Benvenuti? I thought he was Italian. An Italian from Argentina. No, no, he was from, from he was an Italian. He's Italian. from
7: Milano. Oh. Did but you yes. ever learn Italian from your father? Poorly.
5: Well, that's fair. Poorly. Because they wouldn't let us speak
7: Italian. Right. Say, ah, Frank, you speak English so you get a job. I said, I said, my dad was
6: the opposite. Don't forget your fucking language. He well, was slapsbro. He I was, slap was bro, you know. <laughs> but yeah. I see Where'd that here, up, like with the Latinos. I, I, like Stadium. Oh, most course. of the Mexican <laughs>
7: Americans all can speak or all, yeah. mostly all bilingual. But the Italians, you know, because they came over on the boat, and the thing was, in those days, if you could not speak English, you couldn't get a job. So now speak at that. My grandfather could speak one. Been here uh, seventy years, could not speak one word of English. My too. My
8: grandfather. ye I forgot my Spanish but yeah. just out of spite of my dad. He, he, you know, I, I you remember going to my, my, my grandmother's every Sunday and all the adults spoke Italian to each other. Yeah but we never picked could it up. Could
7: your fathers understand? Oh absolutely. Fluently. Fa- could he speak?
8: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's all they spoke. And do you remember like my grandfather his mother and father couldn't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> no, my grandfather Sylvester. <laughs> and, but we never oh, picked really? it up. Yeah, he yeah, was right, a barber.
7: Right. And he'd sit there like this, and they never saw him without it. Even when he was retired for
5: 15, they years. dressed always dressed
7: shirt and tie, sitting at home.
5: Really, I mean, what the fuck? Really? I, but
7: white socks. <laughs> I never got the white socks. Everything was perfect. It Your dad like, was a barber, right? My father was a hairdresser. My grandfather's a barber. My aunt Rose was a barber. My cousin Mark, my uncle Danny worked with my grandfather. His Silvestro's barber shop, and he'd sit there like this, and he'd smoke like this with the cigarette with a cigarette holder like this. <laughs> Betty Davis style, right, brother? Like this. Yeah, like Betty <laughs> Davis. And he would never, and he would do, like, in those days it was different. He would sit at the end of the table, even though he didn't speak English. And he always had the biggest bowl of pasta. Right. And he always had the,
5: the wine. Here.
7: He always had the wine, like at the like those big jugs, Mogan, David, yeah, or wherever yeah. Fucking, on the ground. The one with the little finger hole. Yeah, the with hold the, the finger hole. And he would delve it
5: out. It was probably cheap shit they made in the basement. You know, it was yeah. I you know I grew I I, I didn't I I lived in an Italian neighborhood in Toronto. Um, There's
7: all oh this biggest Italian community in the United States, in, uh, other than Italy in Toronto. Yeah, like so, four hundred,
5: five hundred thousand. Yeah, Italians. in Woodbridge where yeah, I, where I, where I lived. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I knew all about it because I remember going to my neighbor's house. My neighbor Rocco. I went into his basement. <laughs> And uh, nice. I go, dude, there's fucking meat with mold on it. Take that down. He goes, no, my, that's prosciutto. I go, yeah, but it's got mold. He it's goes, no, green. You, He goes, you cut the mold off, and then you eat it. I go, it? I'm not eating fucking prosciutto again. Oh, when right? they used I'm to, eating, they used to the age trip.
7: the steaks, it was like green. Mm. It's like stalagmites and shit. And then you cut it off. It's supposed to be good. Yeah, it's a fun that. These Italians, the old ones were characters, though, man.
5: And every garage in around September every garage would be open on my street and everybody's making sauce because they all grew tomatoes in their backyard. Yeah, Is that right? Now, you, I call
7: it sauce. Why, who calls it gravy? Gravy's like it? Irish stew, isn't it? Gravy's a, it to gravy. me, gravy's brown. Huh? I call it gravy. My family call really? it gravy.
5: Yeah, Is that right? is
7: yeah.
8: that weird? We always gravy, call it yeah. sauce. <clears throat> yeah, the
5: Italians my, call it sauce. Yeah.
7: But well, some call it... Some
8: Italians. My grandmother always called it gravy. Did whoa, she really?
7: Whoa. In Italian, she called it gravy, right? Did she speak English or no? No. So she just, the only
8: word was gravy, yeah. right? Well, they said, you know, is the gravy done? Is the gravy I remember that. Is that funny? Yeah. I know.
7: Because there are a lot of people that they call, like in Philadelphia, a submarine is called a hoagie. Yeah, or a hero in New, in York, New York. York. It's a hero. A or hero. Or oh, yeah.
5: Or oh, a wedge. Yeah. Wedge. Wedge a hero.
7: Like my grandmother would make pizza, but it was this thick and it was square.
5: Yeah, always square in the neighborhood when they would make pizza it was thick and square. And as well. some
7: people I don't like the real thin. I like it when it's got a little something to it. Right. That, that's the Sicilian present. style. Do you like it real thin? One.
5: No. I don't no. like it real thin. That the Sicilian the Sicilian one you brought yesterday, no. that that one's great. Is it thick? <clears throat> it's thick, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. A yeah. Place yeah. called Pizza Gino Wagon Gino of East. Brooklyn. Yeah, but Gino used to have that in Chicago. It was a called Gino Whites. Gino East. uh uh It was really There's um Giordano's, Giordano's. Is that what it is? Yeah. There's Giordano's it and there's good. Luminaltis That was good. Stuff. Those are crazy. Those thick, the, the,
6: the never, deep dish. I don't dish. like deep dish, but they were really good. No, those ones are like, good. I tasted like butter. It's just like butter. It was good, yeah, man. Yeah. You know it's when, really when I was good.
7: down in East L.A., you know the guy I was working with guy goes Frank, you ever have, how do you say tongue in Spanish? Lingua. lingua. He goes Frank, you ever had lingua? I said, no, I don't. What lingo? Like lingo. I go, <laughs> "Ah no, you and I said, fuck it, it was the best sandwich. It's cow tongue. But oh, yeah. it's not like did. they put a tongue on the like a piece of fucking bread, like a big cow tongue. It's like ground up. Well, when we were growing up, we were really growing good, up,
6: bro. We know um, we were we were very poor, but very poor. And that was like a cheap meat you could buy. You but it's dig. good. Well, my I mom would like, make you know, tongue you know, growing you know, up. You know, you know, you know come out and, and the Mexican dig Mexican it version of spam hey, no i love spam i know that's the, I, to this day i eat spam homework <laughs> <laughs> to this day my wife on sundays i eat spam with and eggs shit, oh, it's geez. so salty people Ooh, love but but, but you but you have to fry the eggs they just have to be fried people love idea. fried yeah. spam. You know, love in, uh, in hawaii you can get a
5: spam omelet at ihop a what a spam omelet at ihop that sounds good you know what's weird it's like the worst shit I used to do deliveries at a slaughterhouse,
7: and it's like the stuff that nobody wants. That's what they That's make what the I heard. spam. I heard. It's like a bucket of like pigs' shit, lips and, and assholes. Like, yeah, and they make calm it, down put, with that shit. And they put it in a. It's like in Philadelphia scrapple. <laughs> I want, I want us to still eat that shit. Oh, like <laughs> scrapple. Enjoy your assholes, Garon. <laughs> My guy goes, it's sharp. come Frank.
6: You know? We're having a
7: picnic, and I go, Do you have fucking Vienna sausages? That's the fucking. Garbage. No, or, I don't like those. That those I can't or get. Or Underwood's deviled ham. I like that. <laughs> that but sp- you know what? You don't have money, bread, man. I'm say, watch that, man, man. Watch that. I eat that. That, we,
6: that nobody could. I mean, we had it pretty. You know, but it's good. Right? Man. It was good. No, you we know, no, But I tell you, man, some of the things that I grew up with, I still have now. My wife goes, "This is poor people food." I go, "What well, was?" Yeah, poor we like it. Yeah, yeah. The same yeah, shit. It, you
5: know, you know, you know, you make it in life, and when I'm on the road. Uh, ask eddie the first thing i look for is a diner i like i want a diner i don't want yeah they're like there's a nice place here i go where's the diner right. the i greeks want my fucking diner. diner thing down man. oh yeah
7: well you have a big population of greeks and yeah i'm talking to the work truth, in a right? greek <laughs> restaurant i learned a lot of greek working in there the greeks were well, greeks are like crazy italians hey frank it's hey, like john pelucci on saturday night live cook pepsi you know you're like okay get out of here. yeah he was <laughs> albanian like, right yeah, but they're all hyper, the yeah. Greeks, and they all have like, too much gold around their neck. I go, What do I want? What do what, 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 Frank, what, what, my friend? And he'd be yelling at someone. I go, Well, listen, uh, George, uh, Frank, Frank, hold
9: on.
7: But they're crazy, and they used to go to Atlantic City, and they gamble like, Oh, man.
5: Like they were Asians. Oh, fuck. And they leave.
7: They're like old Sicilians, <laughs> like the wives stay home. Now we go to Atlantic City. It's like 90 of them, all their cousins. Because in the diners, it was all cash. They made a lot of money. Oh, yeah, they did. Well, do. they're open 24 hours, in, and everyone that works there is a relative. They bring over from Greece, like Saturday Night Live, the Greek diner.
5: Yeah, they're, they're either a relative or they're illegal, yeah. <laughs> one or the other.
7: But they all, remember, it was all cash. I said, uh, do you take credit cards? <laughs> Come, Come here, God, my friend. No, get out of here. There's still spend... a lot
8: of places still take cash only. <laughs> I don't think Rayo's. is cash take... only in New York City, yes. Is it really? Yes, yes. yes. A friend of mine's hamburger joint, that's, cash only. That's how you hide the money, brother. They you said, "Hey, we don't have cash. I got a credit card." <laughs> hey, you gotta do it. ATM's right behind Listen, you, buddy. Peter
7: Luger's cash too. <laughs> really? One time?
5: Uh, yeah, you can't have
7: these high-end places. So cash. I don't give <laughs> that's a shit. It's too much money to have on you. You know what's funny? I don't care who you are. You ain't getting in Rayos if you don't. <clears throat> you either got to be fucking mobbed up or know somebody.
6: Where's that place you can we go to, Chuck? We
5: and there's what only like eight tables That's in one, there. In, in, in uh, Rails. Eight, only in, like six in, or eight in tables in Rails, right? Excellent. I've never yeah. been to the one. It's in New really, York. It's really How big it's is hidden it over here?
8: As big as this room, like six is this or big eight big tables. It's as big as the main right?
7: room in in rails out here. or Smaller. Smaller. Smaller.
8: It's as big as when you first walk yeah. in to the left. That's how big. When you go in that place, is. bro,
6: it's all about respecting that place, bro. I've been there a few times Where's that? The, the, the R- 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 rails just called this one. That's the one in Hollywood, this but the one original one. one is in New oh, okay. York City. There's it's one, been 125 we bro, years already. You just go, it's, oh, obvious, it's beautiful. We'll yeah. Be good
8: 125
7: that. years, no credit
8: cards. Yeah. Yeah, no credit cards. <laughs> but, you know but let what? me they, ask you. I mean, they predated
7: credit cards. Was that one time? Because we were talking about <clears throat> Joey Rayo was a killer, was a hitman. The relative. Now, I mean, they're talking the 20s and 30s. If you saw a picture of him, he'd scare you to death like this. Well, they, yeah. have, they have
8: pictures up there in that restaurant. Really oh, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they, they put got a, a bunch all of nice there's pictures. There's a corner in there. The first oh. one was in New York City okay. on 114th Street. And uh, the second one they opened up in... Uh, the 20s? No, in... in uh, Little Italy. No. No? In Vegas. Jesus oh, oh. But isn't Chuck, the that's original the one? one, that's the original the location. The original one is in New York City. Why is it so hard to get in? Because it's Cause small. The,
9: it's just, you, you imagine know, you, you know, go with Chuck. You can you, you eat you, with Chuck, right?
8: you cannot just You know yeah. go Walk in You gotta know somebody meet. Right so yeah, yeah, Absolutely people, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, them, table. Everybody can you imagine the old... like, Everybody owns their tables Now let me like ask Like you, you'll have a Monday I'll have a Tuesday You'll have a Wednesday But Chuck Was yeah. that
7: neutral ground For the mob family in other Yeah, words? yeah So in other words is. You get guys mm-hmm. come in Like Persico or this And they would? that was like Kind of neutral territory We're eating dinner No business today No killing No business today It's dinner time The greatest potpourri Of people I ever saw Was
8: it Columbus. Columbus, yeah. yeah. The
7: best. I would go to New York. Columbus
8: Circle?
7: Yeah, Columbus. I mean, the Columbus, Columbus Cafe. Right? Oh, Cafe. Columbus Cafe. Oh, well, it was
8: Cafe. actually, uh, uh, the uh, original was, was Cafe Central.
7: Yes, Cafe Central. I would go, I swear to God, I'd fly to New York just for that. I'd stay at the Mayflower. I could walk around the corner. It was the greatest place because you'd see in one corner, you'd have like the fucking Colombo family. In this corner, you have a bunch of Fanokes. And then this corner, <laughs> you'd have like Brezhnikov and all the artsy-fartsy people. And Paulie Herman was the master of ceremony. Paulie I Herman. love
5: Paulie.
8: <laughs> we just went to dinner the other night. Me, Jimmy Russo, Pete. How's Paulie doing? Paulie just uh, went back to New York Sunday. Paulie's got to be, uh, be 81. He's late 70s, though.
7: Yeah. Is Charlie still around?
8: Yeah, Charlie's still around.
7: They're great. Yeah. I used to go there, man. I remember I sat there drinking. That's why I used to really drink. Oh, that's it right there. Yeah. The yeah. rayos in New yeah. York, yeah. With Bereznikov. he used to go in the cafe. Only seventy-five. S- His birthday's coming up in
5: next week.
8: Pauly? Uh, yeah. No, he's born in forty-six. It. <laughs> he goes, that's a hard it? road, man. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I thought
5: he was like 86 to yeah, so well, Jew in Italian, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> and I remember sitting with Bereznikov and he used to. Re- I said, "Here's the greatest ballet dancer yes. in the world. Smokes like two, three packs of Camel non-filters a day. Drinks like a fish." So we're sitting there saying, I said, Misha, I said, who do you think is the greatest dancer ever? And he says, Fred Astaire. Is that I go, right? really? I go, why? He goes, because he was great at everything. He could do right, right, ballroom, right. tap dance. He goes, hey, I think he's the greatest dancer he, he, ever. And that's Imagine coming from that. him. Coming he could dance in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he said, but he was good at everything. Right, right, he was yeah, good man. at adagio, good at everything. Michael Jackson even said that, too. That he right, thought Fred Astaire right? was the greatest dancer.
8: Yeah, well, because yeah. he could do everything. Yeah,
7: you know, and it it's you know, but I miss New York. It's so sad. I mean, I I heard it looks like Escape from New York,
8: Chuck. Ah, uh, I heard over, it's really bad. They told me uh, there was three hundred, over three hundred moving trucks in one day in New York City. Everybody getting out,
9: wow.
8: and over nine thousand stores closed. Really? And this
7: mayor's such a putz. When you think about it, with all the murders and crime, just didn't do anything.
5: Nothing. It's like the guy
7: Nothing. out here. They don't do anything. The cops are no. quitting left and right. I would.
5: It's starting to look like New York in the early 80s. I think it's worse. Yeah. Like it, no, in New York. Oh, in New York. Oh, is that right? Yeah, remember in the early 80s, it was dangerous as shit. Late oh, 70s, early 80s. Absolutely, absolutely. But now you got the homeless. We used homeless. to go all the time because Toronto's only an eight-hour drive from but New But now
7: York. you got all the homeless on top of it.
5: Oh, yeah, it's worse. And you got yeah. the drug addicts and then the, uh, yeah. the people with mental issues. <laughs> they really need to weed through all this. Yeah. Forgot yeah. who's got who's got a drug addiction? Who's got a mental issue? Right, you go and the find the jacket, right place to get these here. people in the right places. You to fucking yeah.
7: gallows next. I mean, that's how you just get a box. That's it. what Giuliani did.
5: <laughs> you to the guillotine. You yeah. fuck,
7: get out of here. No. Okay, Who cares? Shootings
5: are up one hundred and sixty-six percent. You? <laughs> Man. That's insane.
7: I remember yeah. when I used to stand on a street corner and sing in New York City in nineteen seventy. I sit right on 3rd Avenue around 58th. My brother chased this fake blind accordionist off the corner. He says, get the fuck out of here. My brother's singing here. And I was like hair down to here. And I'm sitting and it's freezing. And like
9: I had my guitar case open, like a nickel, dime. I'm sitting there singing.
7: But there was a guy, he was playing the accordion, like with the cup, with like the three blind mice glasses. And my brother goes, this guy's full of shit. Because every time a girl would walk by, he go, Goes, this right, guy's not fucking right. blind. He goes, hey, you've been here long enough. Get the fuck out of here, my brother. You know you
9: what know,
6: <laughs> so you know, I got to tell you, bro? I have all your, brother, your brothers' movies. I, I love them all. But Paradise Sally, bro, was one of my favorite yeah, all-time. I love that
7: movie. Bruce Springsteen said it's one of his favorite movies. It and is. the movie died. It didn't do anything. Yeah, you no, know, but but bro, but it was about three brothers. It's a
6: beautiful story. You it's funny, wife, though. I love that movie. Like my
7: brother's wearing an earring in 1946. <laughs> right, right. It's a he goofy movie. It's a goofy <laughs> movie. I mean, you know, Terry Funk. But, oh, yeah, yeah, wrestler, yeah, that's yeah, yeah right. you sideshow yeah, right freak. there you go, bro, bro.
5: There yeah. you go, man. <laughs> hey, Frank, do you ever feel like you could have been the third member of Hollow Oates?
7: <laughs> yes, I do. <did. laughs> that would have been a good.
5: <laughs> I do. You
7: know, I sang on Daryl's show live from Daryl's <laughs> house. Well, I've known him since 1968. It's in so Connecticut, role. right? In this house? No, uh, yeah, no, it's in uh, Pleasant Valley, New York. Up, up. Oh, it was right by there, though. Yeah. And so John was in my group. John Oates. Both of them were. Yeah. Well, Daryl was going to be it, and then he figured, well, these guys aren't making any money. I'm getting married. Forget it. So, the greatest selling duo, and it took them that long to get in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is full of shit. A Hall of Fame. Why is Grand Funk Railroad not in? They, only, they were huge. Three Dog Nights not in. There's Dog a lot Dog of Nights. people that Jethro Tull's not
5: in. Think it's There's a time. lot of people they overlook, and I don't understand.
7: How's Joni their... jo- Joan Baez getting the Rock and
5: Roll Hall of Fame? Jay Z got in this year. I'm a hip hop head, and I don't think that's. But the that's right not moves. rock and roll. Uh, uh, Again, no. I agree. They should have a hip hop Hall of Fame. They definitely should. There is one, but <clears throat> they, they've they've gone. They've lost the plot now. Yeah, they've completely lost. They the plot. lost a long time ago,
7: man. Eddie Cochran, that's rock and roll. Eddie Cochran, Gene, that's real Elvis, that's real rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
6: That is a badass movie, bro. It is. It's a great movie. That was the first movie he directed. Armand Asante was his first gig.
7: Armand Asante.
6: Yeah. Funny story
7: Armand and I, he was unknown, and he looked like Sly a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're at Studio 54, and again, the only reason I got in was Sly. I didn't have fucking money. I lived in Trenton, New Jersey, in an (laughs) $80 a month apartment. So I go to Studio 54, and they're starting Paradise Alley, and I meet this chick there, right? And Armand's, I said, and my brother ditched me, left me at Studio 54. I had nowhere to go. Armand goes, hey, you can come stay at my place. So I have this girl. I go to Armand's, like, little shit apartment that they're renting for the thing. And her and I ended up in the closet. I mean, now how weird is that? Having sex in the did you, closet. I was gonna say 19- did you bang her in the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, you know, goes, there's, there's. And then it was like, hey, I got to get for work tomorrow. It's like, so I'm sitting there, with my pants down in a closet, like, until the morning. You're a fucking idiot.
5: <laughs> I
7: mean, can you imagine? I mean, that's like a
5: bed. That's like Joe Dirt, a movie, something yeah, like that would be in there. But you know the convenience of that is if you get her pregnant while in the closet, there's a hanger right there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, man. Was rough. that was rough. <laughs> oh, but that wow. was Studio Fifty Four was the great
7: was the, the greatest uh, club ever. Uh. You'll never see anything like that in life. I mean, you see the most. I'm not gonna name it, but the most famous people in the world sitting there doing lines of blow off someone's ass. Oh, right they've listened. Sick.
5: I heard that everybody would avoid Andy Warhol. Because they'd be like, oh, here he comes. He's got his fucking camera with him. I don't need any pictures of me doing blow or fucking this chick yeah, or this. Yeah, yeah. Whatever was going on in
7: there. He always <laughs> carried
8: a little camera yes, right in his pocket.
7: Yeah. And, Is that he, right? and he would see and be like, him. smile.
5: And then he would take your picture. Yeah, I don't think people even gave a shit then. <laughs> no, a lot of people would avoid because they didn't oh, want yeah, yeah. mountains of fucking blow everywhere in there. Oh, man, that place.
8: And and, I, and then people having sex up in the seats. Because it
7: really was a studio. It was, yeah. I remember
8: going down to the basement with Liza, and we went in this uh, room, and the guy opened the door, and his name was Hans at the time. Hans. Dolph Lundgren. Oh. He goes, how you doing? I'm Hans. Hans. And he was going with- uh, what was, what
6: Oh, was Grace it? Jones. Grace. Grace Jones. That's right. 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 What what happened to the other brother, Lee Canalito, the big brother? Lee
7: Canalito, my brother tried to make a boxer out of him, but the guy... Didn't work out. He was a big dude, right? He was real big. big, He was 6'4", 260.
6: Trying to
5: make him another Primo Carnera.
7: Well, no, he could actually (laughs) fight, but he had no fucking heart. I saw he goes, you're 6'5", you're 260, you hit like a truck. Well, my mom, he's from Texas. Where, my mom? I didn't know that. I said, well, your mom's not fighting. You're living in my house for free. Get the fuck out of this. <laughs> right? Go back and fix your truck in Houston, you dipshit.
6: Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought he was an Italian cat, Well he is oh, a from Texas. Houston. Yeah, and yeah. I go,
7: my brother goes, I can't fucking believe this guy. He's fucking this big. He's afraid to fight this fucking idiot. And so I got him like a four-page, remember the thing in Life magazine? It was like four pages. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this guy could have got. Good looking kid, too, man. But he kept on what Jerry Cooney did. He right, eventually right, right, got the right. title shot. It was like, and he's like, where well, are you, know, my girl? So it's like, I'm dealing with a fucking moron here. I said, I don't know.
8: I told you he's an idiot. Oh, man. But he was I mean, a good
6: looking guy, man. Yeah, big, yeah. big
8: dude, man. Emil, you were doing stand up before you were acting?
6: I, I was acting, I was doing skit comedy first. Cause see, I was I come from the streets, but I was a real rough gang guy and you know, all that stuff, drug addict. I got 31 years sober now, but I was a, I was a, a animal workers. I was a dope. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. He was another one, but he just same yeah. thing, brother. You know, he yeah. and his neighborhood, we got along with his neighborhood. He's from El Sereno But um the thing is, um I had to break out. My mentor said, You gotta nobody pro- can approach you because I was really this mean guy. So I had to do skit comedy to play these characters so I could break out of this mean guy. Yeah, so they put me on stage and you know what, man? I came alive when I was on stage, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You I know, really, I, I really bro, he did. should come back. I, I, you know what it is, bro? bro is that This is a deal. I charge a lot of money now. And I, and I have to because you know what it is? I feel bad. I feel bad. I, I can say this. But a lot of these guys, they go on stage, brother. Like the highest house laugh, I do whatever. And they, they, they do a, a killer 30-minute set. And they give on fifty five dollars, bro. What's up? I my my dirty core, my dry cleaning, bro. You know what I'm talking about. It's kind of bullshit.
5: <laughs> oh yeah, Dude, it's I mean, tough, bro. <clears throat> I've been doing it thirty two years. You know, you know, fifty five dollars. Well, there's listen, the way you got to look at it as when you're going to the clubs like that, you're working out. Yeah. Nobody pays you to go to the gym, no. so it's right, right. So you got to look at it like that. And yeah, sure, people. You know, <clears throat> I've been on at the comedy store, and the lineup has been like me, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Jeff yeah, Ross. Yeah, we've all been on the you're same shows on your stuff. yeah but right. like if you were to pay to see that in concert and it would cost you $500 a ticket a, a, exactly
6: uh, I have a good friend of mine is like see you know you know uh, Gabriel Iglesias, this good girlfriend of mine Fluffy I just talked to him right now you know I saw him when you he was on stage here? huh it's i didn't say i didn't i didn't want to see is that oh, cool no, yeah we're, we're we're yeah we're real cool. yeah, he's a good dude he just he has a show he's doing his netflix special in texas so i was going to fly to texas next month to go see him but i, I find i got a gig today so i got to be i'll be gone to mexico for for 3 weeks but anyway he he uh, i seen him when i saw him i go The first time I saw him, bro, we go, bro, you got to come tonight, do some comedy. There's this kid, Gabriel Iglesias. he's funny, you're gonna love him, bro. He killed it. I go, that guy's a bro. I go, that's that guy's a star. Gabriel, they call him Fluffy, big cat.
7: Wait, I think I've seen funny, bro. I listened on the comedy channel. Does he go into his Mexican thing too? He does a little
6: bit of everything, brother.
7: Who does that a lot is George Lopez. Yes, he does. George George, is funny.
6: George George is really funny, bro. Yeah. And he was busting
7: around for a while, and he
5: George been at it forty-two years. Has he really?
7: Mm -hmm. I think comedy to me. I did it one night because these people were gonna beat me up because my set was done too fast. They said, "Get back!" I said, "I don't have any more songs." They go, "Well, fucking do something, all right?" And I, because I played and I was so nervous, I played the set. It was so fast it was done, and the other act hadn't showed up. Dion from Dion oh, when yeah, I was in yeah, Florida. Yeah, like Dion in the Belmont? Yeah, so I get done. I'm like 21 years old, and the guys go, "What, what are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm, I don't have any more songs." He goes, Yeah, we got a full house. He's not here yet. Get the fuck on stage, right? I go on stage. I swear on my life, it was almost like I inherited Shecky Green's soul or something, but I had people laughing. I got a standing ovation. So I got fired as a musician and hired as a comic. I fucking died. The next day, it was like a corpse. And I've said, I said, This is a lonely ass life being a comic because when you die, it's a. Oh yeah, you, you can't. Have up you up can't be, see, no, if you, you a can't a movie, high, <coughs> a TV
6: show, you can bring the director, the producer, the writer. Well, you're <laughs> on when you're doing comedy, bro. It's all you, brother, 100. I think, think it's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. you know, I can. You've seen me live. I
7: can be funny on my stage because yeah, yeah. well, I'm playing guitar, and if something goes bad, I just go into guitar riff.
5: But I've seen guys like fucking die. Well, oh, I've eaten it. I'm 32 years. I, I think I eat it about 10 times a year still. Really? Oh yeah.
7: I've been with. Don, I used to open for Don Rickles. Oh, I saw Don, that. That's that one, was one of my wild. favorites, bro. But Don would. Oh, wow. What a had, trip. I swear to God, did the same show for 25 Oh, yeah. Years. You just
6: mix it around. All you do is mix it around, bro. That's all you do. Yeah. Is put it in different spots. Right? But I
7: saw George Burns at 90. <clears throat> I, he had to be 95 years old at Harris. Hour and 10 minutes. Wow. Fucking guy did not miss a beat. He was funny as shit. Ah. So I went to the doctor who wanted a blood cigar. sample, yeah. a stool sample, and a urine sample. I gave him my
5: underwear.
9: <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, you know what story? But he made was me... great, man. He was <laughs> You know what story made me laugh in your documentary, what? the one about you getting high and then oh, just tuning your guitar oh, on man. stage for the whole set. He was just tuning his guitar, but he what did you do acid? He gave me
7: PCP. What the fuck?
5: And I'm sitting there on stage,
7: ladies and gentlemen, Valentine. I came on stage and I used to play a 12-string and I was going like, hey, how you doing, man? You know, and they did, I did a string, and one of the octave strings was off. Some there. Hold on. Ging, 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 And all of a sudden, the neck starts getting longer, and I can't, like, feel like I can't reach. Ging, ging. And then I untuned the whole thing. It sounded like a fucking sitar. I go, thank you very much. And that was it. I didn't even play a song. And my friend Joe Tucci was the one that put that shit in the joint. I
6: said, you idiot. PCP would do that to you, brother. That was my time that the was 80, that the was 80s, my, bro. Yeah,
7: That was my only... Yeah. And that was just laced a little bit. Yeah. This is
6: 1970. It's called a lovely, yeah. They put it with some weed and some... Oh, man. I said dogs, that yeah. was my last... Then in the uh, 80s, they did ruler blunts. With, well, we, we, we we do we, we dip, uh, we dip Sherman cigarettes in the juice. Suck it up. Firm, bottle, right? Sherman, right? <laughs> Fuck, yeah, yeah. man.
7: No, that was it for me, man. That, and I remember I did mescaline once, and guess what happened? We I was with three guys in Philadelphia walking through the city... We walked from night until it started becoming daylight. I swear to God. We walk up the Philadelphia Museum steps, right where the fountain is up there. Right. And we're sitting there going, oh, wow, it's getting daylight. And all of a sudden, the fountain turned on. And it was like 900 different colors. You're there, oh, wow, you know, all trip that. Who would think? Six years later, my brother would be running up the steps. That'd be one of the most yeah, iconic yeah, scenes in boxing. Yeah, yeah, Here are a bunch of stoned out
6: assholes. No, like what's that, what's, out what's, the what's that one? What is that one? Is that a downer? What is that? Is that a like acid or what's what? that? Yeah, what it's like that? a sil- psilocybin. Probably. It's psilocybin.
7: I mean, it's not really intense, but it's like you get like Indians used to. Okay, the like peyote, peyote, peyote. Yeah, yeah peyote. kind of like peyote, kind of peyote, yeah. mushroomy too. Mushroomy. Yeah. Okay, all right, get it. And you get like, but you almost get like goofy. I yeah. mean, we were—we walked around all day, and we ended up that morning. We came walking
6: by. I swear to God, and I went like this. Bob. That's 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 at the that's at the ice house with George Lopez, Emilio. bro. The Lopez, Lopez. right? Yeah, brother. Yeah. Look at you, man. Wow, I, good, I used to have some good times, brother. We had some good times. You know what happened? Was you look like the, Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian. Maniscalco. Oh, I love that guy's funny, bro. That guy's a trip. That guy real yeah. re- 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 animated. That guy. Yeah, yeah.
8: You, yeah, we all were you
6: that? I was. Uh, 30 years ago. I'm 60 right now. No, that was like 40. He does the bass. Yeah. Wow. Look how young you were, man. Yeah, brother. Good times, bro. But see, this is a deal too, bro. This is a, I could say this shit, right? Yeah. yeah. But it was this, bro. You know, when, you're, when you go on stage, you know, there was always ladies waiting there. You know what I'm saying? I was always married. You know what I'm saying? And I, so now I was going to the stage. let to go do 15 minutes. It really, I was going to go get, you know.
5: Yeah, that's what we all did it for. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> hot with the chicks growing up. The, the comedies what got me, <laughs> of course, made me we, made me accessible. And then, <laughs> and, then they, and then they pump
6: you up so big when you get on stage. They, oh, he's done this, he's, and then all of a sudden you're a star getting on stage. You better kick ass, you know. And then there's always somebody that there was always people there. They knew where you are going to be at, and I was always game to go for it, man. You know what I mean? So, kinda, yeah. And I, I didn't want to be rude, I, you know.
8: I remember <laughs> when George Lopez introduced you there. He yes. goes, he did this, he did that. He's doing this movie, he's doing that. Man, he should be hosting this show. Exactly. I was doing that <laughs> movies back then, too, as well, bro. You yeah, know, you had so already
5: I done Con Air by this done time.
6: Con Air and then I had oh, done yeah. Traffic. I had done Traffic oh, with yeah. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con Air, Chappelle was in Con Air. Uh, bro, a lot of checked, people. Okay, this is before Chappelle was big, so we'd go to his room. Chappelle would always be smoking, right? And, bro, he would just tell stories. He goes, I want to be a household name, motherfuckers. He would say that back in 95, bro. And really? you know what? Look at him now.
7: You know what was funny was Martin Lawrence.
5: Yes, he was.
6: Goofy. Bro. Yeah, yeah. His yeah.
7: show was funny, though, because he's kind of goofy in a way.
5: Yeah. You know Martin old. used to box too. He did? Really? Yeah, apparently it was uh, Golden Gloves in DC
6: or something at one point. Martin Lawrence? Yeah. Wow. I gotta tell you the story, bro. So we're doing content, right? So we gotta flight to his other location. So they had this big one. Was old... that with Nick Cage? Yes, sir. Yeah. Right. So we all that have. That was to a great fucking play. movie though. But a bunch of stars in the right. So we're all flying to the next location and it's raining sideways, brother. We're in Wendover, Nevada. Raining sideways. And they're telling us it's gonna be kinda dangerous flight. We gotta get there because you know it costs a lot of money and all that shit. We're all on the fucking plane, except Nick Cage. Nick Cage left a day early. This
7: is not the Con Air plane.
6: This is Con Air, yes. Well, no, it's, it's a plane, shoot. It's a oh, real plane oh, oh, going into oh, to the next oh, oh, oh. set, right? Okay. So we're flying, bro, and then we barely get up, and all of a sudden, the engine turns off. It was fucking scary. And Chappelle goes, put in the clutch, motherfucker. Put in the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hate
7: flying. God damn it. Was it, it was ugly
6: that day, brother. Ugly.
7: I mean, I've been, have you ever been in a bad flight?
5: I've been on many. And
7: many. it's like I said, you know what? Is it really worth this shit? Right. Now I know why the country stars, man, they just bust it. Yes, you get those big buses as long as no. they don't have
5: to go international <laughs> that's why they're no, country.
6: Yeah. no. no I, this country i fly i fly yeah, every other day country, country, Gee, really yeah
5: i hate it
7: yeah. have you ever been in a bad flight Chuck? oh a lot
5: a lot me right is, there, bro. there you go that, that's me right
6: there. with the big old tattoo on the left
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: who's the little Yanta beside you huh <laughs> 95 1995 bro who's what that did? big blonde dude that's uh, um, this guy right here, uh, Conrad Goody. He was speaking oh, for and the And that's Malkovich in
5: front, right?
7: Malkevich yeah, Malkovich, yeah. yeah.
6: That was a great movie. So many stars <laughs> were there, man. It was a good movie. And uh, Malkovich, fa- well, he's still one of my favorite actors. and so, He's a really good actor. And, he, he's a, he, and I was starstruck when I worked with I was really, I really yeah, was. Look right. at Danny there, too. Yeah, so, me, Danny, and Jesse Borrego. Wow. Good, behind the scenes, yeah, that same movie, yeah. Yeah, how's he doing, man? Thank he's doing great, bro. Danny's, he's doing, a, Dan, guy, Danny's bro. a great man. guy, man.
7: You, you know, he did his dues, did his shit,
8: but he's you know, doing he's, his taco thing, right? <clears throat> well, yeah,
6: things, he has all kinds of things, bro. Big time.
5: You, you ah. Not mistaken. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you know exactly who he is.
8: Yeah. He's
7: very nice, though.
6: Great, great guy, bro. <laughs> we have the same age, so we do that stuff together, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good times, man.
5: After last year, I know a lot of you are dating again and breaking your dry spells, which is a beautiful thing. Hey, congrats to you. And guess what? If you're lucky as me, you'll find someone special you want to keep around. And if that happens, you better be prepared to get a new mattress, one that works for both of you. Because not everybody sleeps the same way and has the same preferences. Helix Sleep knows that, and that's why they have a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. And if you have a partner who's sharing your bed... You can actually take the quiz as a couple so that both of your needs are considered. Because just like you've been saying in your pillow talk to each other, you're both very special. And there's no one else like you. So get a mattress that's customized for you and your uniqueness. Helix has soft, medium, and firm mattresses. And they even have mattresses that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. I know because I sleep hot. Trust me, nobody wants my sweaty ass beside them. I took the Helix quiz, and I was matched with the Midnight Lux mattress because I tend to sleep on my side at night. This particular mattress has pressure point relief for my hips and shoulders. I don't know if you noticed, but I got really broad shoulders. Yeah, I'm just just saying. It's also not too firm and not too soft, which is really great for couples with different sleep preferences. Let me tell you something. I sleep so well with this mattress, and I want that for you too. So do yourself a favor and take the quiz because Helix we will find a mattress that's exactly right for you, just like they did for me. And once you order your mattress, Helix will ship it right to your door for free. They even have a 10-year warranty, so you can try it out for 100 nights, risk-free, and they'll pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will, so you don't have to worry about that. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired magazine. So just go to helixsleep.com slash peters, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash peters. That's helixsleep.com slash peters for up to $200 off and two free pillows.
10: Sleep well, my friends.
11: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma,
3: We have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
11: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
4: Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans... I talk to people about navigating these very moments.
3: The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full
4: of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change.
5: True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become.
4: Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: You remember Malkovich, what's the one he did where he played with William Dafoe, played the vampire, was oh, it, that, that Was that Kiss the... of the Vampire? What was so, it? It was... William Dafoe played Nosferatu, a real vampire. Was it? um, Malkovich is the director.
5: What was that one called, Paulie?
7: And he went like this. He goes, now you have to understand, this actor only works at night. Because he knew he was a real fucking vampire. And all of a sudden, his set started. He killed all the fucking actors. Because when they do a shadow. Yeah. So they do a night shoot and all of a sudden the fucking cast member would disappear and William Defoe would be there like in his coffin. Wow, look how young he was there, Malkovich. But he was great. Oh, he was great.
6: He's always good in everything he does. But he is good. Yeah,
7: <clears throat> And the thing is he's not like a tough guy. He's like a nerd. We see <clears throat> in Line of Fire but he plays a great mentally.
6: Yeah.
5: I did a and movie he- with him about... Five or six years ago you did. with, with uh, Malkovich. Great
6: guy, right, brother? What a nice guy? guy. Really nice guy. I was no, intimidated
5: when I met him. So was I, Because to me, he's like such a great actor. Yep. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Mister. He like, hey, what do you do? What's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> yeah, that's,
6: that's, good. that's a good impression. You know, I tell you, bro, you know, we used to love to do, so back then, we had, um, we had VCRs, and he would love to watch, we'd watch Golden State and watch Cops. He'd go, watch this, watch this. Oh, I love and, that. and then he would literally f- start laughing and, and fall sideways. That's how funny he'd get into that Isn't couch. amazing how bad boys, bad boys,
7: stupid shit we watch when we're on the road yeah. that you
6: don't tell anybody? But yeah. it's better back <laughs> then. We, I watch uh, uh, Storage Wars. I love it. I oh. like Storage Wars. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Oh, I love that shit. Man. And you know what's good? Guess what I just did, brother? Mm-hmm. I just did Family Feud, bro. Oh, did you? My episode comes out June twentieth. Yes, uh, it's a, I do the show called Mayans MC for the you know uh, for the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, so was the Mayans on it? It was the five of us. Against, uh, it's a group. Uh, one religion. One religion. One no. One one republic. One republic. Oh, it was a. Uh, it's no. a boy band. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, Pretty wild. Man. It's gonna air in two weeks. So you guys are gonna dig it, man? It's fun. My Can favorite show. Can't say. Can't say. Yeah. When I did Tombstone,
7: people go. You know, Val Kilmer is supposed to be very touchy. You know, serious actor. I said, ah, fuck. So. So I walked on the set first day, and he could, He goes, oh, Ed Bailey. And he couldn't have been nicer. He says, man, let's go down and have a drink, man, run the lines. And he couldn't have been nicer. And you then know, when they yeah. stabbed me in the movie by accident, the fucking knife didn't go back in the handle. it oh, really did stab Yes, him. yeah. He did not on purpose, but it was supposed to be like the stunt knife. And I go, right. fuck. Man, he goes, what, what's, what's wrong, Frank? I go, man, fuck. He goes, and then he she goes, what the fuck? You want me to kill him for real? Jesus <laughs> So then the knife kept malfunctioning. I said, I'm going to fucking die doing this scene. I'm going to fucking bleed to death. So they put like a like a, a block of sick wood under me. So he stuck me. But the thing is, I didn't die. So if they ever do a remake of Tombstone, there's only two people left, Kurt Russell and me. Yeah. That's it, and Sam Elliott. Yeah, he's all screwed one, of up best, now. one of the best. Who? He's ever, sick, bro. right? Oh, yeah. oh Val's. val Val's Val's got a yeah. poor guy. guy. I saw I him at like,
6: uh, Comic-Con like a year and a half ago. It's a shame. He, he, yeah. Terrible, yeah. right? He's a, actor, yeah, he's a great actor, bro. He's great. Remember
7: actor. we played Jim Morrison Oh, that was a incredible. Yeah, he's really yeah, good yeah, actor. yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he's really
7: good. And, I, and he was really nice to me. And at the end, he gave me the book that he used for reference called Tombstone from the 20s. And he signed it for That's me. That's a badass, He said, to Frank Stallone, Ed Bailey is now mortal, Doc. Right on. Right on. Doc. Wow.
5: You I thought he pretty, should have been nominated. <clears throat> he must yeah. have some pretty cool yeah, memorabilia yeah. stuff.
7: Yeah. I do. I don't know if I have as much memorabilia
6: as Chuck. Chuck's <laughs> got <laughs> some cool shit. Chuck's got a lot of memorabilia. He got some best pictures of have ever, bro. i never seen so many <laughs> pictures. <of laughs> you yeah. do, bro. No, you have some memorabilia. Yeah, I do have some, but you have What's a What's
5: your lot most prized though? possession?
7: Uh, well, the Rocky belt. You got um, the actual one. One of them. Wow. And the gloves... From the Ad Walgast battling Nelson championship fight, February 21st, 1910. Wow. He stopped him in 40 <coughs> rounds. Yep. 43 minute rounds. Yeah. 43-minute rounds. It was scheduled for 45 rounds, lightweight championship. Ad Walgast won that fight? He stopped him in the 40th round
5: after he got the ship beat out. Am where where, where, I, where in, was battling Nelson from? Was he like, it was Chicago. African? Was
7: he? I thought he was from Africa. No, battling Nelson. No, you're thinking
9: of battling Siki.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Got my battlers was mixed from up.
7: Denmark, but he grew up in Chicago. And the how about? Oh, the, Jesus story man. Unboxing four ounce gloves, no mouth guards. That's just barefisted. And they Denmark. went like this. He said, "Okay, this fight <laughs> scheduled for forty five rounds, and the champion could pick the ref and make the rules. All fouls weighed. So they fucking gouging, give him the head, fucking lacing. And all of a sudden, this guy, yeah." And I've got the gloves from that fight. That's incredible. What yeah. were they
9: ah, made
5: out right of? Leather. There's no, but little. the inside. What was inside? Yeah, Horsehair. Oh,
9: really? They were only like
5: six ounces hard, arms, right? Shit. Five ounces. Five ounces. They were hard, <laughs> right?
7: There was nothing here. Yes. And they could wrap their hands as much as they want. So they use black electrician tape. Mm-hmm. And you weren't allowed to wear mouth guards.
5: Weren't allowed, or they didn't have them. Yeah, cause you remember when. Um, they put cotton in their mouth. Yeah, I put a T-shirt in there, bro. That was remember when? Uh, oh, when,
6: them, uh, when that uh When Jack Johnson knocked out
5: Tommy Burns, <laughs> in that Shit, uh, in yeah. that when when Burns tra- d- did the little trick on him, yeah, in that exhibition bout. Oh, you're thinking of Stanley. Oh, Stanley Ketchell, Stanley Ketchell, the uh, the boiler maker. Yeah, yeah.
7: Now, that that <laughs> Stanley Ketchel was five foot eight and a half, but he was. So a he's a killer. middleweight. Killer.
5: Yeah. Mean,
7: and he's a Polish guy from Grand Rapids. So he didn't like, he was kind of a racist guy. (laughs) Kind Uh, of. Everybody uh, was fucking racist back then. He used to carry like a, always carry a fucking like Colt 45. Oops, oops, sorry. He always carried something. So what happened was this he'd beaten everybody. And him and Jack, and Jack goes, Look, man, Jack always needed money because he was always broke. He goes, Listen, we'll do the fight, we'll go to the 20 rounds, and we'll make a lot of money on the movie rights. Yeah. So Ketzel sent It was out. supposed
5: to be an exhibition. Well it wasn't an exhibition. It no, was I a know. Real fight. And so yeah.
7: but they were gambling the night before and drinking at the Seal Rock house. So all of a sudden, Ketzel goes, If I see this motherfucker, I'm gonna lay one on him, right? Yep. So but Jack Johnson's moving he's busting him up, but he's not, you know, he's moving around yeah. and Ketzel's face is all bloody shit. All of a sudden Ketzel sees the opening. Bang! Bang. Yep, overhand drops,
5: he leaped up for that right and hand and
7: fucking oh. knocked Johnson on his ass. Shows you how tough he was. And Johnson, you, that looked like you motherfucker. Yep. He got up,
5: he ran across the ring, hit him,
7: and he knocked his glove. Yeah, he all his teeth were in his glove. What, yeah. He <laughs> <him>. <laughs> wow. But he was, a, he was a legitimate, really tough guy. He, you're he talking was talking about was, a
9: middleweight fighting a heavyweight. That's yeah. what I'm
5: saying. Yeah, but right that's, and, and Ketcher was the one who came up with the su- uh, solar plexus punch.
6: Yeah. Is that right?
5: Yeah, he was the first guy to hit you in the solar plexus, and that's where he was like, "Oh, you."
6: Catcher can... was it? No, Fitz Simmons. Fitz, Simmons. Oh, Bob Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons yeah, yeah, did Fitz that Simmons. against Corbett.
7: This, Corbett was man. kicking his ass. I got that fight on film, yeah. and all Bob says, ping, Hit him in the solar plexus. That yep. was it, and yeah, that hurts,
10: brother. Yeah. That 160. Hurts. Think about how tough these guys are.
7: 165 yeah. pounds fighting giant heavyweights like Jeffries. They're
6: 220. When did the weight? Uh, how do you say no, was anything that when did that
7: happen
6: when, when, when did that happen though when did that happen though what years was that i mean it existed it existed, <laughs> it
5: existed it. but there was no like people in their side going no we don't want that fight it dig, was it, like, dig it right right it was, so it, was a bu- it was a bunch of tough guys, right. of tough guys. Right. were like all right i'll fight you motherfucker right, and, right. and and that's the way it went wow, wow. and johnson wow. was my favorite fighter of all time johnson was great but the funny
7: thing is he got beat by little white guys like what's his name Jewish guy, Joe Kowinsky, knocked him the fuck out. But that was way later. No, early. Like you, 1908. 19, don't, don't and then he got he beat tro- by Marvin Hart. He had trouble with these fucking little white guys. Oh, uh, Jack Johnson? Yeah. But then when he fought Frank Moran, the Pittsburgh dentist. Mm-hmm. And, gotta, but he wouldn't fight Sam Langford because no. they fought like 18 times and Sam and Jack said, I ain't, there ain't no money fighting
5: you, brother. <laughs> fuck you. He wouldn't fight Sam Langford, he wouldn't fight Peter Jackson. No. He didn't want to fight any black fighters. You know yeah. what?
8: The, but he fought them all, coming up this, like 15. Yeah. Right, right, the right, thing right. about him back in those days, oh yeah, with the white white what lynching guys. Oh yeah. He goes, I'm not <laughs> only going to beat all your white fighters, I'm going to fuck all your white women. Yes. And that's what he did. How about all gold teeth? Back in those days, in the 1800s. And do you ever
7: 1900s, do you ever see a picture of him racing Barney Oldfield in a car?
8: No, and he had that. He oh, had some yeah. great cars. Yeah. Oh no, he.
7: But you know what? The thing is. And I met people that did meet him, like, like Nat Fleischer and all. They said everyone liked, everyone liked Little Arthur. Everyone liked, he was
5: very personable. If you, ever see, if you go on YouTube and see him talk, he sounds like a doctor. And you know, GQ magazine in the year 2000 uh, rated him the best-dressed athlete of the century. He was very well-dressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was ranked the best-dressed athlete oh, of the century. always had
8: matching cane. But everyone what, liked and him. the top hat. Frank, what year was that? 1909 or something, right? Yeah, because he got murdered <coughs> now, in 1910. Now, if That's you look true. beyond the fighters, everybody's wearing a suit and a hat. Suit and a hat. Not a class. So there's there's no, not no a, women. Not,
6: not a class. Look, role, not a look,
8: Everybody had a hat and suits on, and no women. You noticed that
6: one woman? There. Oh, what a, I, imagine that? Look at that crowd. Yeah. That's why I wore
7: a hat today, guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got, I've got films of the battling. Everyone's got a
5: hat. Yeah. And you're talking, this was is a, hot was, weather, man. <clears throat> was this a tex Record production? Uh, I don't know.
8: But that's what, 1909,
5: right? Rickard 1909. come around? Yeah, Rickard came around Emilio, right at the... Uh, he was before. Rickard
7: did the Battling Nelson-Joe yeah. Gans fight.
6: Emilio, yes, you see this, the, the people in the background? You know what, bro? I'm telling you, the 30s, 40s, was classiest dressers, bro. Everybody's Classy got a always.
8: tie, a suit, tie and, and hat yeah, on. Always.
6: That's the
7: way
5: they were. It's like my grandfather, you know? But, man, Ketcher was a tough... Look rough. At him. He's not even like a, a kind of guy you look at and go. He's a tough guy. He Goes. <clears throat> he's built regular. He's yeah. about, Look at look at how thick his legs
7: are.
6: Yeah, he's, he's got like, thick he's legs. Got some about Five foot road,
5: eight. Yeah. See
7: when they got when the people that in those days weren't big. Middleweights were like five seven, five eight. So
8: Johnson was six one at that time. Was a big guy. Damn. Yeah.
7: You know? Yeah. But he was I,
8: I, I remember I was at a fight, a big fight. And I used to wear like my own Billy Jack style hat. I you remember know, that yeah, yellow yeah, yeah, yeah. hat with the feather coming out. Yeah. And I remember when fights started, when the bell rang, I took my hat off. You know, and the guy behind me says, "Man, I'm glad you took that hat off.
5: I was <laughs> afraid to ask you to take it off, man." Because <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's my oh, hat. That fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I used to wear that Alan at the fights. <laughs> I remember being at a fight with Chuck once, and Chuck had on these leather pants that had flames up the leg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember yeah. that? And I said Chuck, what if somebody calls you a liar liar today? <laughs> <laughs> you guys
6: fight? You guys fight each other?
5: No, 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 no. No, no, no. Hell no, no. no.
6: no but that was my hat. Hey, my own style hey, I'm still
5: so breathing, guy. which means I, bet I didn't you still fight have Chuck. It too, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> if I'm yeah.
5: alive, I didn't fight Chuck. <laughs> right. you your best right, prized possession.
2: Your most prized hat. My
8: m- most prize, uh, I have so many of them. But I'll tell you what I like, love of yours. One of the best one replicas is the John L. Sullivan belt. John L. Belt. Sullivan belt. Wow. You
5: wow. got a replica of that? Wasn't
7: that the yes. ring belt?
8: No. Whoa, it was no. oh, yeah, you know, that before.
7: He
5: was the first uh, bo- gloved heavyweight champion.
7: Yeah. I, first of all, he's he's got my, a great he nice. is my favorite fighter for the reason this. John L., not O. John Eddie. L. was, he only had three bare knuckle fights. He hated bare knuckles. Yeah. Break your hands, right? And he was a braggart. So guys would walk up to him and go, "Oh my God, shake the hand that shook
8: the hand of John
7: Er Sullivan himself." Because remember, it was a, and the book on him. Now dig this. This is. I was a stone. One apple. of my
8: favorite movies is Gentleman Jim. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was not. John, you know, Errol Flynn, back
5: then, weren't they? Yeah, he
8: went on the There's a the belt. That. He's got that. Yeah. Wow. Wow, bro. Is what? that what? Why <laughs>
7: had like 390 diamonds in it? Rubies. And shows how bad of a lush he became. He took all the stones out and then hocked it. And it hung in a bar for years. And they said, ah, fuck it. And they melted it. Ugh. Oh, it was oh, real gold? Wow. Yeah, wow. solid gold. <clears throat> so dig this. So you wow. got to read this book called John L. Sullivan Ringside. Now, these are real reports by reporters. He, they said he was so fast. light. And forget the picture you see him with. That's he's older. He was so fast. And there was no sound then. That's the belt, right? He That's fought it.
8: Johnson,
5: didn't he? No,
7: He's got no, the no. replica. I no, thought he Emilio. fought Johnson
5: like a... No, no. No, he never fought Johnson. Johnson fought somebody who he didn't want to fight. Oh, no. It was a former champ after he'd won the title. He lost to Jess Willard, but he he fought... Um... That's when he was shadowing.
7: The, the, uh... Was it Corbett he fought, maybe? The Sun. No, he didn't fight Corbett. He fought um, Fought Frank Moran. He oh, fought... it was Jim
5: Jeffries and maybe. Yeah, Jim Jeff- Jeffries. <coughs> Jeffries had come out of but retirement. But he came out of retirement.
7: retirement. He weighed three hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, that's what it was. But hey, the- I,
5: you met Jack Dempsey. Yes, I did. did. How was he? Great. You did you, met him a lot you, of- you met him. Oh really
8: a lot yeah, he was always sitting at the was, front window at the restaurant. Uh, at the restaurant. Jack front Dempsey's window. on Broadway. Yeah. Oh, I go there. He was all the time. always there.
5: He was yeah. there every, right. You in the go He's Not there no more. No, there's a spot right on. Oh yeah,
8: yeah. But that's when he had the restaurant, right?
5: But he's sitting the window. Yes. Yes.
8: And I went in a few times and met him and everything. And you go, How you doing? And kid? And, and and the, and the uh, he had the, him and Firpo when he knocked him out of the ring. That big, giant. Lu- Luis Firpo, yeah. yep. Luis Angel.
6: Firpo. He was tough too. And he, that's a great picture.
8: Man.
7: You know, it's funny. I met Jess Willard's grandson out here, and he's got the oh, gloves wow. from that fight.
8: No kidding. Yeah,
7: but he's kind. I feel bad. He's old and he's kind of destitute. Now, Jess Willard, you got to understand, was six foot six, two sixty, and solid, <clears throat> farm boy, country strong.
8: Oh, yeah. And he well, was... There it is. The members. famous. That was... You no, know, that's the Furpo. That's, yeah, Furpo, knocking Dempsey out. Out of the ring. Oh, and wow. that was in the whole back wall of Jack that's Dempsey's right. restaurant. That's right. The he put, whole He, wall. he put it the up, The size huh? of this, yeah, this, yeah. this window here. Yeah.
7: And the thing was, when Jack fell out of the ring, he landed on a typewriter. He hurt his back for the rest yeah. of his life. And he came back and knocked Furpo. Jack Dempsey had the most exciting fights of anybody. Remember he used to
5: brine his hands? Yeah, he was tough. He used, he used to he used to, he used to keep his hands in brine yeah, that you pickled. would put... Remember how big his hands were? He would soak his hands in it. It was like a salty water. Here's a great story. And it would just toughen up your hands. He's coming out of his restaurant. Dre, no problem. You you
7: remember. He lived in New York. He was coming out of his restaurant. He was in his 70s, middle 70s. And it was winter, and he had a hat on, his glasses, favorite coat. He was leaving the restaurant late at night, and two guys tried to, like, mug him. That was a mistake. He fucking knocked. They found them both in the gutter. And the guy, <laughs> he tried to mug Jack Dempsey. <laughs> he just went, boom,
11: boom. Ow. Yep. All
8: those guys, man. Those guys were animals, man. Louis Verpo wow. was big. I remember, though, meeting him a few times, man. Oh, Jack,
5: Jack was Dempsey. the best. Did you ever meet Carnera?
8: No, he
7: was dead nah. by the time. Well, the he, was very, he was supposed to be very kind, but he ended up being, wealthy, being a wealthy Pimba wrestler. He was huge. He was huge. He was strong, I mean, one, too, man. One of the, one of the Mikey best. Joe
8: Young. One of the best, yep. yeah, right. One of the best fights was when uh, big Joe big Frazier big. fought Quarry. One of the best in Madison Square Garden. Unbelievable. And Quarry and was Joe Lewis it to him. was a referee. How about that, Joe Lewis was referee. Yes, is that right? And I remember sitting at the nosebleed session with my wife. We were kids. We were 19 years old, and I gave the guy 50 bucks. The usher he brought me down to the second row. To the right of me was Evil Knievel. and to the left of me was Muhammad Ali.
7: Oh, wow. Bro. 50 right there. bucks Pretty a lot bad. of money back yeah, then. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah,
8: yeah. But tell me, well, Quarry
7: was in that fight. He was banging Joe around, yeah. but Jerry Quarry was the most underrated. Yes.
8: Tough. Today, he definitely beat a champ, but he fought. He's small, yeah. He had a bad time when Joe Frazier and, and Oscar Bonavino. And guys were and, getting and, big. And, and, you know, uh, Muhammad Ali, I yeah. mean. But he
7: beat great fight. He beat Mac Foster. He beat uh. Shavers out.
8: He knocked Shavers long. out in one round.
6: Yeah. I was at that it fight. Was was in, yeah. uh, was
8: that was in the Nassau Coliseum. How about that?
6: Shavers, Brody Shavers. He was a badass. Yeah. He knocked him out. Yeah. Knocked him now, out.
8: Jerry, Jerry was double tough. Man. He was tough.
6: He was
7: Mac tough. Mac Foster. Yeah. He beat Foyt Patterson. He was tough, man. But he wasn't big. He was maybe 5'11", maybe. Yeah. Like 10 and a half. It's like but he was never
8: 200 pounds. He was Look, under 200 pounds. I
7: love Marciano. We always get beefs with the older guys. Hey,
8: Rocky, forget about it. I said, wait, wait.
7: I love Rocky Marciad. He's only undefeated. He's five foot, maybe nine. Yeah. With a 60, six, a flyweight has longer arms, 67 right. inch reach. These guys now are like six foot eight. Or, or even Joe, look, he had trouble with Joe Billy Lewis was C- six feet on the nose, right? Maybe a little bigger. I was at a function with Joe Lewis, and, but big head, big hands. He was, I'm like almost six feet. He was He's about six, one and a half, but thick. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't know. And Rocky even said, he said, man, I couldn't have beat him in his prime.
8: No. Absolutely. He you didn't want you, I, to I, fight him. That's why a lot of people hate me, especially Italians. And it's not Rocky's fault. Rocky was always in shape, great. Everybody. Yeah. But he fought all old men. But I'm you sorry. know what? And but
5: that's they were, just the yeah, he just had nobody in his attention. But Ollie. You know, well well I'm saying, her. you know what? So did Ali. When, when he fought Archie Moore, when he, Billy when he Bashan, fought, but those you were he Jersey Joe Walcott.
8: Jersey Joe Walcott was thirty-eight years old. And Jersey Joe Walcott beat him it was great. for thirteen rounds yeah. until he got nailed with that one right hand. Mary's, Mary's but and if he don't hit him with that right picture. hand, he loses. You're not, you're not, you're How about the one? Ezra Charlesman's nose is yeah, split, split.
7: One thing Rocky did have was big balls, and he could. Oh, oh absolutely. I asked hit. Walcott because when I was and boxing, he could hit. look at him there. When I was boxing, <laughs> I asked Walcott because he was the boxing commissioner. I said, "How hard did Rocky hit?" He goes. You saw the film, didn't you? I go,
8: yeah, I did. He goes, like a bullet.
7: He was amazingly strong
8: and yeah, he was endurable. I believe that a 26 year old Lewis and a 26 year old Marciano, oh, no, no,
5: Lewis no. knocks him out. Yeah, when they got a up, lot I of think. those guys, prime for prime, would have knocked out Marciano. Yeah. As Ez- Ezard would have knocked him out, Jersey Walcott but, uh, would have beaten well,
8: him. Well, I'm just saying, those, all those
5: guys yeah. were 38
7: 40. If he was a light heavyweight, uh, no one would beat him. Yeah.
8: Him. Yeah. Light
5: yeah. Heavyweight I think even Bob Foster could have beaten him.
7: I don't know about that. I even have a signed
8: picture with him, and he never signed a lot of things. No.
7: He might have broken Bob Foster's ribs. He was very tough, though.
8: Remember, because Foster was nice and tall. He was always in shape. Always in shape. All right,
5: let me tell you guys something. Taking a multivitamin is something we should all be doing, but so many of them are big, hideous, chalky pills that they're not exactly fun to take. Uh, I used to avoid those ones as much as I could. However, ritual is totally different. Their capsules are small and sleek, and they have a fresh, minty taste that makes taking vitamins much easier. I know it sounds simple, but that alone has helped me develop a better vitamin habit. Plus, Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. That means you won't find sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants in there because none of that stuff belongs in a vitamin anyway. Am I right? I'm right. Like I said, I feel like the fresh-tasting gel capsule makes it easy for me to remember to take my vitamins. It's like my morning breath mint that happens to be a multivitamin. If you're anything like me, you probably need to trick yourself into forming good habits. So Ritual actually helps me do that. Also, I don't know if you've ever taken a vitamin that makes you a little queasy afterwards, But I've never had that happen with Ritual. I just take it twice a day and then pat myself on the back for doing something right that day. Then I go right back to eating the disgusting food I was probably going to do anyway. Just kidding. Ritual is the perfect multivitamin for filling in the gaps in your diet without any shady extras. And their delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients including vitamin D3 in just two daily pills. And if you still aren't sure that you'll be able to develop a good vitamin habit, know that Ritual makes sure you never run out. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. Get key ingredients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Peters to start your ritual today.
10: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster Rap. Hosted by MC 8 and Big Steels every Thursday each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists.
11: on Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
12: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink
7: You know, I went to Boston. We were doing The Contender, and I was yes. in Bracton, so I met the Macianos came out, hilarious. his nephews, and they're all, like, fucking thick. They're like him. They yeah. look like, hey, Frank, good day at Bracton there, but fucking meat hook hands. Like, like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see what, where the strength is. Like, yeah, it's yeah. peasant strength, big legs, but they sit, but he had determination. He was really tough. Heart. And hard. And he's still, listen, man, undefeated. And Ezra Charles, to me, was a great fighter.
8: Well, absolutely. 183
7: pounds. I would love to see Ezra Charles Floyd Patterson fight. That's a great fight. Yeah.
5: Floyd Patterson could, might have beaten Marciana's speed. Could have. Who won versus uh, Patterson versus uh, uh, Archie Moore? They fought, right? He knocked Archie out. Yeah, but Archie was like 110 years uh, old. Right? And how about
7: this? <laughs> no, he was and only guess,
5: 108. And guess who <laughs> fought him
7: after that? Talk about old. Ali.
5: But yeah, he fought Patterson or Moore. No,
7: he fought Patterson and Archie Moore. Yeah, he did. And he fought old guys too Eddie Machen. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's
5: boxing, though. But that's that's the way it goes. The, uh, yeah.
8: Absolutely, but...
5: You always got to fight the old guys. Yeah, you got to... It's passing of the torch. Yeah.
8: Now, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. To me, Muhammad Ali was the greatest, the greatest heavyweight, heavyweight ever. ever. Yeah. ever. Ever.
5: I don't care. I Look, Mike... And Johnson, I say
8: Joe Lewis was number two.
7: And they say... See, Johnson's Mike, he, my guy. Yeah, but he would chop those guys up. Too fast. Because when he moved... You see all those old things, you go, and hey, I'm moving. When he's wearing street clothes, you go, like... Ah. When Sly, when Sly was pretty cadmium when I was Oh, I remember that on the stage. 76. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says, looking like a propeller. It's like, <clears throat> and he's so fast. Remember?
8: I remember that. He's on a stage, and he's laughing. He goes, what? He does something, the way he's dressed. It's yeah. like, what? And he looks like a he was quick. Joe really? Frazier.
7: Ollie, first of all, had a great chin.
5: I think his great chin is what caused his damage. Yes. He's ah, yeah, yeah, but good you know, point. he yeah. had a good pretty point. good right hand.
7: He was knocking guys out early.
5: Mm -hmm. Bonavina. That's yeah. Bonavina pissed him off. That's why.
7: Well, he was like,
5: yeah. Remember, Bonavina kept make kept calling him Clay. No
7: one ever knocked out George Shavala. No, nobody.
5: I'm friend. I'm friends with George. Knocked down.
7: How about this? Now you think he'd be like punchy, clear as a bell? Bell,
5: Yeah. George is a great guy. Yeah. He's had a worse life. The worst fucking life. Suicide, drug addiction, overdose, drunk drivers, fucking you name it. It's been done to him. But when you look at, like you said. he speaks well speaks well clear. he's got his clear
8: mind everything and you all know, the fights and the guys that he fought tough Foreman
7: but you know what's funny you look at him like big, oh he George is a big right dude now, right now he kicked the shit out of everyone I, I agree oh he's not out of shape
5: no George, he's just, and he's not. 80 years old now and 80, 81 when he Shavalo. fought Ali look at that when he look fought that. Ali though he started long fighting
7: long. in 1956 so he wasn't a kid when he fought Ali but no. he was a really good fighter
5: is a great, you know. I oh, got a tough. funny story. My dad, toughest, toughest guy ever. <clears throat> I took my dad to these fights in Toronto and somewhere in the 90s, mid 90s. And uh, my dad boxed in India. It was yeah. compulsory at that time yeah. in the 20s and 30s. Yeah, like the yeah. British. and Yeah, because yeah, yeah, of the yeah, British. Yeah, yeah, you had to fight in boarding school. My dad was, don't laugh at this title, he was the paperweight champ of, <laughs> of, of <laughs> the college, yeah. right? of the boarding school. Yeah. <laughs> but he was slick. Like, I, I started boxing at 15 and I didn't realize how good my dad was because when I was 15, my dad was uh, 60. So I remember just messing around You're with him. And he, would, your- oh, he, would sma- he would dip and slip, and I was like, what the fuck? How did my dad get so good? <laughs> yeah, And so I took my dad to these fights in the mid-'90s. He loved them, right? And, I see- and my dad got drunk because it was an open bar. <laughs> my dad got boozed up, and Chavalo's there. <clears throat> my dad goes, let me shake the big man's hand. And Chavalo's back was facing him. And I'm like, Dad, don't bother him, because I didn't know George that well at the yeah. time. My dad taps him on the back. Let me shake the big man's hand. I was the paperweight champion of India. <laughs> oh, God. And, That's, great. That's great. looking at him, holding my dad's hand and looking at him like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> are you, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, dad, let's go. Let's go, dad. You're going to get us all killed in here. Let's go. <laughs> and George was tough looking. He was tough looking. Oh, yeah. Looking. He had those eyes. Oh,
7: yeah. Oh, well, no. But he was, George Foreman pounded on him, never knocked him off his feet. And he was old. Talk about old. I mean, by the time Foreman fought him, I he had, had your family, yeah, his
5: mom and dad. Yeah, it's my dad right there. Yeah, <laughs> your dad? And big... My dad was five foot four at, at his tallest. <laughs> five foot, oh, right? Yeah.
7: So he was like ninety pounds. And to my father was oh, yeah. five six. Yeah, five little six. guys. People guys weren't though. that big then. People no, like Mickey Walker guys, though, was five right. foot six and a half. Fought heavyweights. They were tough. Now there's a Mexican fighter. No one knows, and I think I have the only poster of him in existence. And he fought, started in 1895 to about 19, his name was Aurelio Herrera from Bakersfield. Is that right? They said he was the hardest puncher in the world, anyone ever seen. They said people were, he was good looking, handsome, but always smoked cigars, always had chicks drinking, all he didn't train, but they said he would hit guys and you'd think he killed them. One of those freaky, but like good body, this picture is like 1908. And Man, they said he struck fear. Even if he was drunk.
5: Look at his thighs. Kill you. Go back. Look at the that's size of his really fucking thighs. That's,
7: that's him? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, bro. Well, wait, what was year he? What was that? Was his weight 1901.
8: 1901.
7: Well, he started in 1890. He was a featherweight. But he would knock He died at
5: 50. 50. Yeah, young yeah but he was.
7: There's a story. Like, he comes into the. He got dr- locked up for vagrancy or something. And the, and the story goes. He's there. This guy's old, shreveled dilapidated guy, and then the guy goes, "All right, this is Mr. Rulio Herrera." And all of a sudden, the judge goes, "Wait a, minute, were, were you, were you a fighter?" He goes, "Yes," and he was beat. He goes, "Wow," he goes, "I, I can't lock this guy up." Like he was a superstar for his time because he was right the on. first, That's cool man, really first Mexican American that was that was like you know I mean
6: he San was Jose, a, yeah, born in San Jose, yeah, raised in Bakersfield. Him
7: and the other one, my other friend, was oh, what was the greatest one? Oh. Manuel Ortiz, one of the greatest featherweight bantamweights ever. Handsome, but they're all fucking drunks. So I don't know what happens to these guys. Too much cerveza. But the, thing is,
5: the Mexicans do like to drink. But Manuel
6: Ortiz... I Manuel used to like to drink. Believe. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> you <believe. laughs> Manuel
7: Ortiz held the title for like fucking eight years. He went from feather... Bantamweight to featherweight, and he got punched but handsome. Good looking. Always like, you know, like thick, wavy hair, like... That kind of 1940s type look. Right, right. But he was a superstar. He would kick the shit out of these, some of these guys today. These guys had 160 pro
6: fights. Right, right, right.
7: Like, you know, I mean, but th- that's that. What was wore- his
6: weight class though, bro? What was 120. Oh, okay. Wow. But, you know, wow. see, they like were All those- o- legs, bro, right there. <laughs> yeah, but see,
7: they were like, they look like leotards. That's him. That's battling Nelson and him. And they went 20 rounds. So how tough was battling Nelson to get banged around by this guy?
6: And Nelson, I, And I again, heard, look at everybody heard. in suits and hats. Yeah. But then again, I heard that when they would fall down, that would be considered a round. No, oh, that's the, London prize for Oh, okay. I see. Okay, okay.
7: Yeah, that's a really solid man. Yeah. yeah.
6: He's, he's got a thick bottom half. <laughs> like
5: Pacquiao. Pacquiao's yeah, built well, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all bottom heavy, and that's where London. your power is coming from. That's
7: where you hit somebody, goes down. That's so around, yeah. going to be seven
5: hours. Exactly, yeah. Marquis of Queensbury.
7: So, these were Marquis of Queensbury. so these were three minute rounds. Damn, and these guys are tough. Well, look, I mean, you think you think guys are fit? This is they're really fit. Yeah. Man. Well, they had nothing—all natural food. Right. Yep. right they hiked. Right. Yeah. One the thing they did though, when you read, I, I used to have the, all their training books. Read what they did was big for them. They hiked. They'd hike like 10, 12 miles a day. And that's why you always see the pit bulls because the dogs would follow them around, and they would sit there like a hat, like sweater. And they would hike in the mountains. That's not easy. And, and they no, didn't no.
5: have like sneakers or hiking boots. And it's boots. also good
6: for your footing, too, bro. You got yeah. your Yeah, 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 yeah. Have
7: you ever seen a picture of those guys doing road work? Your father, they, probably wore, they wore sneakers, probably like work boots. Oh, yeah, they yeah. probably had yeah. shin splints for
9: you days, you know? Yeah. Combat boots. <laughs> Combat boots. Yeah. Combat boots. With yeah. a leather coat <laughs> yeah. a wool
8: hat. Yeah. Actually, Ali used to wear army boots. Yes, he did. And a gray sweatsuit. boots, yeah. And this gray sweatsuit and run. 10, he, 15 miles.
7: He was never fancy ever. Do you think about how he dressed? He always wore a white terry cloth robe, except for mm-hmm. the one t- robe Elvis gave yeah. yeah.
5: him. Yes, though the black oh, silk
6: one. And work. he always wore black, <laughs> the white, white one. Tr-
8: The white one that was white looked one. like his jumpsuit. Oh right,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the
6: picture that picture. Of it, there's that picture. The picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The same with Tyson, bro. And Tyson was never flash. Well, boots. you know, know who Tyson fancied out. himself after? Jack Dempsey. Jack Dempsey. Is that right? Yeah, right on. The
7: haircut, no sock, low sock. Yeah, black boots.
5: Yep. Black trunks, black yep. boots, and a towel with a with the hole cut in it. So he you just loved put it Jack over. Dempsey.
7: Let me tell you something. Jack Dempsey was the first guy. See, Jack was real humble. He goes, Oh, I wouldn't fight Sam Langford. He would knock Sam Langford out. First of all, Jack was the first guy that was like Bob and yeah. He was very fast and he was tough. Remember, he was a strip miner. <clears throat> strong. Oh yeah. So he might have given Jack Johnson a lot of trouble because he was fast and he hit well, you saw how hard. It was he was the hit. Manessa Mahler, right? Manessa Mauler. And he, but he, to me, was great looking. He had that look. Yeah. See, I liked him better before he had his nose fixed. That's when he had kind of his nose fixed. Yeah, he looked like a bruiser. That's his
6: nose fixed? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> no, but <if> you,
7: see, <laughs> I know. If you see the
8: older pictures, the older pictures, <laughs> Emilio, that's no, his nose
7: fixed. <laughs> no, that might be a little bit... But before his nose was kind of like flat, mm. and he oh, married yeah. a movie star. That's his no, original nose. Like, you know that, who he looks like? Though? He looks
5: like Max Schmeling a little bit. Uh, right,
7: exactly. Right. Well, they always said that. Yeah. That he and Max... But the thing was, he married Estelle Taylor, and she goes, "Well, Jack, why don't you get your nose fixed? I thought it looked great. He had that fighter's nose. Yeah, yeah, it's called pug. I look like at yeah. the pug. Yeah, he was tough. Fuck
8: yeah, he was tough. But yeah, he, Jack, tough. Jack, Jack but he had a great body. I mean, really, like, big,
7: big wrist. But he was—he's—he's he's like one of my favorites. But you know, he was nice. Max Baer had a great body, unbelievable body. Who? Max, Max Baer. Baer. Oh yeah, Max and Six Buddy. Six three. Max buddy. Yeah, he's that tall. Huh? You saw what Joe <laughs> did the Buddy. And
6: Max.
5: Joe could punch.
7: Joe, Joe had fa- didn't Joe, have fast feet, Lewis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Got remember. Fast hands.
5: Who was it? What, did they both fight him? Yeah. Yeah, and then the the, the one of them up, was beating him, me. and then he goes, I'm oh, going to take Buddy. a chance. Buddy knocked him out. I mean, uh, he Joe knocked Buddy knocked, out in, yeah. like, one yeah. round. And but Buddy he, was
7: big. Buddy had over 100 yeah. pro fights. Yeah, out. but Max,
5: remember, Max was winning the fight against Lewis, and then he thought he'd get a little cocky, and Lewis knocked him out. Oh, yeah. Max could punch, but he was sloppy. <clears throat> yeah. Joe was
8: pretty textbook. How about uh, Joe and Billy Kahn? Well, see, that Billy Kahn was running around, running around, running around. That's what he said. You can run, but you can't hide. But yeah. he was boxing Billy. Yeah.
7: And Billy only weighed really 166
5: pounds. Yeah, they weren't big guys. Joe Anything only weighed... Anything over 160 was light heavyweight. Didn't Yeah, didn't Joe weigh like 180 something? No, he was about 194. 190. But he was like basically but a cruiserweight. But Billy cruiser was weighed. giving him
7: a paste and then yeah. he goes, why didn't you let me win the title? He goes, man, you can hold on for 13 rounds. <laughs> Joe was great. You got to watch "This Is Your Life." Joe Lewis. Uh, there was a famous show out here with Ralph Abernathy called "This Is I Your remember Life." That show. And, I that. and there's, oh, yeah. and if you can see it on YouTube with Joe Lewis, it's almost you get tears in your eye. It's kind of
5: heartwarming because when they bring back like your high school brings back there? all, there all his family,
7: Joe. and Joe's like real shy. His eyes when they compliment him, he's like, and his sister comes out. He goes, "Joe sent all of us to college, and some of them were doctors. He took care of Mama, took care of everybody." And guess, and you know, Joe was a little busted. And Ezra Charles comes out, and poor guy, so punchy. He died of lateral sclerosis. He's a, I love Joe. And you can see Joe's like kind of emotional. And then who comes flies in from Germany in 1955? Schmeling. 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 And guess who paid for his funeral? Schmeling. And that's Frank Sinatra, brother. that's beautiful. wow. And guess who hired him at Caesar's Palace when he's broke as a greeter? Frank.
8: Right? Yeah. Frank. Is yeah. that right? I, I saw him there. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah.
5: And
7: as, the statue I, they put up. Yeah. The statue, Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. Because oh, yeah,
8: yeah. the up.
7: government really fucked Joe. Yeah. Come
8: on, man. Oh, God. they did. He did all those fucking free fights yes, during the war. So say that. Give the money. <clears> all, all the free of fights, of dollars. Yep. They
7: would co- but everyone ripped him off. And you can see in the thing on and, and talking about Joe that he was very shy and humble. Until he was fucking Sonia Haney, but that was another thing. That's a different he thing. He had a lot of, a lot of women like Joe. It was it very said, virile. Yeah, it said Joe, had like a zip code on his
8: unit. But you know? he used to <laughs> you know? donate all his purses, all his purses <laughs> to the military, to
5: the military and everything. And they screwed him. Remember Schmelling said even uh, when he was in his eighties, Schmelling said, "I still got a pain in my liver from that punch he gave me." He lived to a hundred years old. Yeah, he was like, it was like I, I, on a chilly day. I oh, got a pain right in that little to 100. What a
7: fucking beat. Joe gave him that second fight. Oh. But
5: the first fight
7: they go. So Max, what do you think about Joe Lewis? Well, I see something. What do you I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. What he knew was when Joe jabbed, he would bring it back. And and Max was a great right hand puncher. So, yeah. you know, instead of, he would always bring it back low. And he timed it and Boom. Yeah. And he, he stopped Joe.
5: Yeah, that was a, that's why the rematch. And yes. that was also at the time when Hitler was like, "Yes, look, we are superior than you yes. guys. But you know,
7: Hitler did not like Max Schmeling. And he, because... Well, not after. Well, no, <laughs> well, no because Max didn't really like that. So he, what he did, he put him in the army where he would have gotten killed. He made him like a paratrooper where he would... And he was older to lose his life. And he lost everything he owned. He lived like a, a bum. And then finally, he ended up Running and owning all the Coca Cola yes. in Germany.
9: Oh,
6: wow. Died a multi-multiple. Died a multi Look at this shot.
7: <laughs> Look
8: at that, huh? Yeah. Fucking every day. But he had a
7: great boxer's body. See? It's like Ken
6: Norton
5: had a great boxer. Well,
7: yeah.
6: yeah, he did like a Walter Wade brother. Ken
5: Norton had that great
6: body.
10: Yeah. Who,
5: uh, then we had uh, Mike Weaver had a great yeah. body. Yeah. But Mike Joe had Wayne. a really Michael good. Michael Dokes had a good
9: body. Yeah. Too. But J- go Joe
5: go. had a really good boxer's body. He wasn't too. He wasn't
7: that wide. You
9: notice,
7: know, That's uh, all. It's it's built like Ali. They're very similar yeah. builds. Ali had a perfect, perfect. <laughs> Wally was, I mean, he was great looking. They said, man, where'd you get those legs for a brother? He goes, well, we got a little Irish blood in there. Because Joe had, remember, Ollie had big calves. Yeah. He was built. Because when he went to Africa, you know, he's very light. It, remember those pictures? His mother was yeah. really yes, light. Yes, yes, And I, so he goes to Africa. He goes, man, I love the Africans. We need a little Irish blood in you over here. Because <laughs> he's like. <laughs> you ever get hang out with him, Ollie? Yeah, with brother, when we did Rocky Three, we shot in his house in Hancock Park yeah and he was just where well, you know, he was starting to get a little always doing dumb magic tricks so, <laughs> look, look, That's look at cool, the, man. but they were so bad you could see the trick <laughs> I mean it's like you know it's That's like the stupid story, thing bro. like oh, way it's like, a, the "Fuck, but there's no trick, I mean, I could see you doing what you're doing oh, i you <laughs> he was great man. That's, badass, uh, he was, That's you, badass, And You know what the thing is? He didn't keep Love any that. memorabilia. Nothing. But you can see his hands were so fast, Ali. I, I mean, I like Mike Tyson. He, he cuts Mike to pieces. Too fast. And he hit hard enough
5: to cut you up.
7: Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, he would be. He'd throw <laughs> he you, you off Mike. at the jab. Oh, absolutely. And Mike would be the first one to
5: tell you. And, absolutely. And, you know, Mike's not the first guy that he fought with the Bob and Weave style because he fought Patterson who did the... Well, how about Joe accident? Frazier. Well, same. Uh, Fraser, Joe, uh, Patterson. Oh, he, he fought that style oh, already. Oh, sure he did. <laughs> so it know, wasn't the, new to him.
7: No, and the thing is, Joe Fraser was harder
8: to fight than Mike because you couldn't time Joe because he wasn't. Uh, you know what I mean? He was, he was I always team. say a great match oh. would have been Joe Fraser, Mike. That'd have been Mike. a great fight. Oh my yeah. gosh! I
10: think if
7: it comes yeah. to grit, I think maybe Joe might have edged him out in the thing because yeah. Joe yeah. had Joe wasn't afraid of anybody. No, but he, Tyson's yeah, but, power though, bro. But Joe awesome. had power. Joe had Joe had big oh. power. How about he goes like this? Remember when Ollie was teasing him? Yeah, you could say all that, but you're talking to Joe Frazier because he, you know, he goes all the other guys take that job. I'm Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier wasn't afraid of anybody. No, but he had a lot, and he was a nice guy. And he had a lot Frazier of. Frazier was a Philly guy, right?
5: Oh yeah. yes, Absolutely.
7: but he was from South Carolina originally. But he's yeah. a farm, country strong. Mm-hmm. Buford. We Bura,
5: were. We were a concert. Those from there too. And, and, Larry Holmes. And he was really, he, he yeah. worked in the uh, chicken slaughterhouse in <laughs> South My Philly. My dad worked in a slaughterhouse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, Joe, Joe did too, he, he, yeah. yeah,
7: in South Philly when he came to Philadelphia, yeah. But you know, and so Larry Holmes is from Beaufort, too. Wow, and Joe Lewis is really from Alabama, but they just don't you know, claim these. Well, the you remember blacks, this
8: one? Well, the, the blacks, 15th round, oh, the yeah. left hook, how about
7: that? So, and you're talking about a guy who's one of the best chins.
5: And that was a leaping left hook. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 exactly. yep. yeah. He had to jump up to the get ground. there. Yep. I think Joe
7: in that thing is about 203, maybe. Yeah, and McKenzie. Ollie's not that big. Ollie's
6: probably about 212. Yeah. I remember we were at the Greek theater, but I was watching. Uh, I was going to go see Little Richard and Chuck Berry at the Greek. And um, Joe Fraser was always his son, Marvis. Yeah. Marvis and it yeah. was a great concert, bro, but... Like midway through, two people were rushing them, so they had a leave, bro, because they couldn't stop asking for autographs, bro. It was... yeah. Joe Joe, Joe was, was a great guy. Yeah.
8: And I had the honor and pleasure of bodyguarding both those guys right there Did uh, Joe really? Frazier and Muhammad Ali. Is that right? How was yeah. Joe with you? Joe was awesome. Joe actually drove from Philly, all the way to Philly, when I opened my dojo in, in Westchester, in, in Pelham. He came to my opening. Did he really? Yes. No. Did what he have Cadillac? Of course. <laughs> he he was great. A what year was it? Uh 210. Oh, wow.
7: I don't know if he has Cadillac by then. That poor guy, wasn't he living over top of his gym at yeah. that point?
8: Yeah. Hey, you know what? You know what that gym, gym is now? What? It's a fucking furniture store. There's That's... me and Joe right there. Oh, wow. wow. And and wear my, now, da- ma- wear my how dad's tall shirt. He is. He's not Al that La tall. Uh, my dad's shirt.
5: Right, Joe? He's not that tall. No. He probably five. shrunk by then, too. But now. there's me,
8: him, and Mike. Look how fat Mike is there.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
8: And you know who's standing to the left of us there? Was uh, uh, um, Christopher Walken. They don't show him. Oh, really? Yeah.
6: You work with him, bro, Christopher? That's one of my guys Oh, I that's my dojo
8: him. right He's there, there when he came that night. Oh, Joan Jett and Joe Frazier. Oh,
6: well, right on. Bro. But I'll say Great one picture. thing about
7: Tyson. He's very respectful of those
5: guys. He doesn't... Oh, absolutely. He's uh, a historian, too. No, he
9: I, is.
7: He is. He came up to me. He goes, now, who did? who killed Jack Bowen? And I no Andy Bowen. I said uh, Def
5: Jack Burke. He goes, you motherfucker. It's like
7: 1880. <laughs> yeah, fight because he, he's a, he is a, he is a historian.
5: Yeah, because Bill Caton and uh, Jimmy yeah, Jacobs knows. had the, all the films.
7: He, he knows the stuff. Yes, he does.
5: That's yeah, that's works. my dojo right
6: there. That's some oh, cool, wow. cool pictures, brother. That's
8: my uh, gi. That's, that's a replica of Elvis's. Oh, game. that's right.
5: Yeah, how oh, long your that's belt is.
8: What was that patch he always had? Was
7: that TCP? yeah. Is that the thing? What, the, what was the sticker on his guitar? It was that same patch, wasn't it? Uh, no, the sticker on his guitar was... Uh, a karate uh, Kempo. A kepo. A Right, okay, right, right, right. Kempo right. karate. Now, you never... Did you ever train with Ed Parker?
8: Uh, no, but I went to a lot of his uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, events that he you put on. You saw
7: Ed Parker, geez, he was a short, fat guy, yeah. as he threw you through the fucking wall.
8: Yeah, he
7: um, was bad. But you know what? Ali was a, it, It's very sad. See, I, he was a superstar, super, super, super. Ali was. He was and funny
8: And a robe that Elvis Presley gave Muhammad Ali. Yeah, it was one of his replicas of his jumpsuit, yeah. and he made it, you know, with all the rhinestones. You know, and, it, and, and that's the night he wore it when he lost to Ken Norton. <clears throat> oh, it was. And he never wore a robe no. again. Was, wow. He always wore like a terry cloth.
7: Rogue. Yeah, or, or, or black, or black and white. So Ma- Ma- black Ma- and, and white, that's it. Yeah. Only time he wore red trunks when he fought Frazier, remember? Yeah. But normally he wore black and white, white and black. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was... Like, he was the greatest. I he will say this. And he was just a The sweetheart. greatest heavyweight ever. I don't know, I just... The only one that could have given him a trial run would have been Larry in his prime. Larry
6: Holmes. He was a badass, yeah, he was a badass. Well, they well not prime. really,
8: because... Sparring Larry was his farm partner.
6: No, but I'm saying, but Larry knew up. every trick he did. Yeah, and Larry yeah, was a, a, he, had a he had quick hands. Larry
7: had quick hands. You know, I have that robe, that actual no. robe. Yes, I do. No, yes, I do. I, I have. Okay, well, I'm That's with, in. The, that's in no, the, no, no, I'll tell you what I have. That's in.
8: Nobody call it.
7: My friend. No, I know no,
8: it's in uh, Muhammad Ali's thing.
5: Hall Boxing Hall of Fame. Yeah.
8: No, my Camp friend Florida?
7: is the greatest. He does the greatest historical Elvis reproductions. Of anybody in the world. I mean, perfect. He's a good friend of mine. He's in Kentucky. And he sent me that robe. It's exactly,
8: it's heavy. Really? Yes. Because the original was It's hanging. really heavy. Let me tell you something. A few times, I was trying to steal that robe. Yeah. <laughs> I was hanging at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York City. Yeah. And it's heavy. For years. Really? Yeah. And when they were closing, I was going to go and take that robe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but job. then uh, they took it when uh, they opened up yeah. uh, uh, in Kentucky. That's at Ali's Museum. Yeah. So this thing was. A- so you have the replica of that one? Yeah. And my, oh, I'm, I'm telling you, it
7: weighs like 20 pounds. It's heavy. And probably the, And this guy does the best. Like, I, I he gave me like. 10- Where's your ring?
8: Do you have it? Do you have it? Oh, he
7: gave me 10 Elvis shirts. Cause all those Paisley shit, mm-hmm. perfect. But the, his collars, they were so fucking high. I couldn't, yeah, big like, lapel. I me. like this. You couldn't see my fucking
8: head. Look at Elvis yeah. tying it on him, man. That's a badass robe, yeah, man. Bro. But that used to hang. That was in a, a hot Elvis. Elvis yeah. yeah. How
7: about the two most famous coolest guys? They need
8: the
5: mic for this. Oh.
8: <laughs> how about the
7: two coolest guys ever I mean come on yep. yeah, king of rock and roll of king of boxing
8: yes yep. but uh, man, we grew and up in people's the choice that's, beautiful, that's what it was on the back yeah it's beautiful man and I used to sit in a glass case yeah, really? in a hard rock cafe in New York City the on 57th Street the real one, oh, one. I remember that who one, did, that did that he fight when he wore that huh he, he f- fought he fought Ken <laughs> Norton oh that's the one he lost it was that the first fight right the first fight and he never wore the robe again yeah, it's like, oh, but she gave me some bad luck. <laughs> but is that is that history right there or oh, what? Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. You know, like that's really
7: heavy. Oh. It's cool looking.
8: You have it, it on a mannequin heavy. or? No, I should
7: put it on a mannequin. Yeah, yeah you sure. should, brother. Yeah. What's oh, it of doing? Of course. You, should. Up the you know what? I'll put it on my brother's mannequin. I have one of Rocky. I'll have him put the robe oh, on. Oh, yeah, there you With perfect, the stupid man. hat. Absolutely. Yeah, no I want to picture that, man. Gotta put get a picture of that. Yeah. You know, Rocky
8: with that robe, with the black hat and the black gloves. Oh yeah, oh, cut off gloves. I got a wax figure. My brother say that's like his jumpsuits. He he yeah. he took it off his jumpsuits.
9: Yeah.
7: He did. He wasn't in the memorabilia, man. He gave my brother his. I said, Sly, Sai, why did you sell that auction? He gave him his Reyes headgear that had Ali and leather stitched on it, white, oh, and really? a pair of gloves that were that said made for Ali. And a, 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 Ollie's Terry Cloth robe. And I was there. Your brother got rid of it? And I said, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? He gave him a Terry Cloth robe? Yes. And what'd he do with it? I think he sold it or got. Remember that auction he had? Was he short on cash against Richard? No, I, I don't understand <laughs> it. I say, what the fuck <clears throat> is wrong with you? He was Holy put shit. his boxing gloves from Rocky at the auction. I go, you don't need the money. Those oh, gloves God, bought this day. house, man. Yeah, Absolutely. So there was yeah. only one pair. Yeah. Because it was a cheap movie. No, they, didn't have, they didn't have doubles.
9: Right,
8: right. Man, if I knew that. What a trip. I would so ask him. <laughs> I would ask him for, yo, yo,
5: is Sly. Isn't Nikki C. selling stuff for Sly?
8: Yeah.
5: Yeah,
6: yeah. 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 He sells out of stuff,
7: You know what? I I, he's. I got one of the hats. Yeah. that's. It's pretty good. Yeah. It looks perfect. I put it on, but I can't wear it. It'd be like What retarded. hat is it? The, uh, and the crazy thing the, about uh, it, I
8: introduced Nikki C. to Sly. Oh, you did? Yeah. The old Rocky hat? Yeah, but if I yeah, wear, yeah, yeah, I'm his yeah, yeah, brother,
7: yeah. I'd look like a fucking bad imitation. Yeah, yeah you don't. You do and, look and, a lot like him. Yeah, yeah, Back in it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood when everybody owned it.
8: You know, Sly and Arnold and Bruce yeah. and everybody owned it. Yeah. I brought Nikki C there and did. introduced him to him, yeah.
7: But he's, he works hard. He's doing a good job. Yeah, oh, he's t-shirts. doing a great job.
8: Yeah, Great job.
7: And they're going to open up a supposedly little Rocky museum on the steps. They should have had all that stuff,
6: bro. They should have all that stuff. His hat, everything. That would be Honestly, What do you mean,
7: honest? They're opening up a Rocky store, like, like at the bottom of the museum steps.
8: Oh, right, below. Philly. Yeah, with that's all a good that idea. stuff. That's oh basic. shit! That's pretty, pretty bad exactly. ass, yeah, yeah. That's
7: bad There's figure people come from Europe. Oh yes, I'm from Germany. I think I'd buy a you know Rocky what? hat. I know? was
8: so mad when they took that statue down. That thing should have been. Okay, there why was now? that
7: doing Now, why was I don't, that don't know? know. Because, why, Frank? Because they thought, even though he willed it. You know, to the city, it was his statue. It was in our backyard, tied to a tree. And then Philly says, uh, "Can we have it?" So he gave it to them. And then all of a sudden, the commission, all haughty, taughty mm-hmm. Well, it's not considered really art. And they took it down. They put it at the Spectrum. It kind of hidden away out in the back. <sighs> and I said, "Yeah, that's it, right and there." And the people in Philly were really pissed because, yeah, bro. Let come me tell you on. something. No, look, I was at the museum doing mescaline night. No one was there. So I mean. <laughs> No but one. That's a piece of history. No, yo, but no one. Right no. Those nah, bro, come on, I'm bro. serious. Before
8: they go to the right today, uh, they'd be running up that stairs by that statue. People course, do that. People do that. Oh, oh, absolutely. yeah,
7: no, Absolutely. But the thing was, it it's it's it was very disrespectful, and the people got crazy because I will tell you this: nobody went to that museum until Rocky. Right. It, yeah. It was absolutely. And and you know you got these. It was just there. Yeah. There. You had these white waspy people oh it's not really art and so he went i said sly you know what i'd do i'd take the statue back fuck him. you saw he has one in his office yeah he's got that statue in his office yes, yes. it's well, huge i gotta yeah. tell you still my it friend was two
8: made yeah it was two made my friend's wife was one of the people that made that statue i had that statue in pieces being made schoenberg's oh, wife right. you know
7: the schoenberg the guy oh i don't made- know about
8: Sh- but one of my friend's wife's one of the people there was a lot of people involved yeah. in it you know, uh, uh, molding it, and sculpting it, and everything else. It's a great statue, and and, and, and forging it. It's a great uh, statue. I, I have pictures of that, like just the arms and the, and the body and yeah. everything put before it was uh put together. It's a great statue. Yeah, and it still belongs on the top of the stairs. It I'm really, sorry. That's why. That's why I think. Absolutely. And you know, the absolutely, people, they should I, keep it to the people of Philly for for their you know. It's for them. It's, it's, not, it's for at you them. They should put it at
5: the airport. <laughs> Nah, it's just, I mean, if you're no, going to put that up, that so that Everybody could see Everybody well, could see it. You know what's
7: funny about this thing? I think if they were trying to desecrate the statue like they did other Oh, forget about I it. in Philly, they're going to fucking kill you. Forget no, about it. Oh, yeah. I think they'd like that better in the That's Christopher That's the history, Columbus bro. You statue. know I'm talking about?
6: Come on, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I didn't know they took it down. I didn't know. No,
7: well, it's part of the... You know what? What's at the bottom now, right? The steps? Like, yeah. The right? Yeah. 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 I, I remember Jimmy Binns was involved putting it at the bottom. But... It, I agree with Chuck.
6: It should be up top. That,
7: it should, that, should never have been moved. That's where it move. ended. You're know talking about yeah. where yeah. he ended. That's where top. it started. And it
8: should never, ever been moved. Because to this day, people will be run up those stairs and and, and, and you know, the victory raising their hands the, the same way in front it. of that Do you
7: know statue. how many people visit that place? Yeah. Oh, millions. I'm mm-hmm. so
6: disappointed knowing it's not
7: up there anymore. Yeah. I don't know when I went. Yeah, it hasn't been up there for Didn't short a Didn't long... Shortbus
5: climb up those steps? Who? We have a buddy of ours who's a comic. He's in a wheelchair. And uh, Eddie actually videotaped. He crawled up the stairs. God bless him. Really? And, he, wow. and he, we, we recorded and we played the Rocky music behind oh it. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, that's. He, he wanted. He wanted to do it. He tore. He tore. He tore up his fucking hands and. Oh, I bet. His. He oh, he went backwards. He climbed up it backwards because he can't use his legs. So he oh climbed up the God. stairs Jesus. backwards. Wow. <clears throat> so he's got to
9: be
7: pretty
8: strong to do <clears throat> that, it's that. Just man. he just wanted to yeah, make well, a point. Just, it was a, he's a good, well, great a kid. That's a piece of history right there, and it should.
6: No, I agree. With always, I mean, always be back there. For generations to come, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
7: Chuck, were you too young to remember? Do you remember the old Pennsylvania station? I think I remember the one that was all glass. Like, they tore it down in the 60s or 70s. The new Pennsylvania station's ugly. But the old one where the old garden... The old Madison Square. Right, Yeah, the old I think Madison they tore it down, what's yeah. like
8: sixty seven? Well, Penn Station. Now was under the uh yeah. the guard. But
7: the there. real Penn Station And then Port of Authority is right behind it. The real yeah. Penn Station was a piece of art. It was wrought iron and all everything was glass. Really. And you oh was you couldn't and they tore it down, and they put this piece of I shit. I hate when it.
5: they do dumb shit like that. Well,
8: yeah, you're changing history. That's what the yeah, problem yeah, is today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was beautiful. Everybody's changing history. It's like no, it's I, too I, much I, of that I, shit
6: going on right now, but They're taking it. Oh, forget it's, about it. Make no I, was, sense.
7: I was walking past Jack Dempsey's, where it was restaurant, and just like a little plaque there, and like George M. Cohan, who was the movie Yankee
9: Doodle Dan. Yankee
7: Doodle Dan. That statue's Cagney. there, and no one even knows who it is. There's a statue yeah. of George M. Cohan in Broadway, who had five hits at one time on Broadway. Yeah. he wrote she's a grand old flag over there and you look at it and you go no one even knows
5: yep, nobody cares so and, and a,
8: Eddie Foy and the 7 boys, right. they're from New Rochelle that's right their park is right there in the corner that's right of, uh, Eddie Foy yeah.
7: what was that comedy store right around the corner from the old Sutton when I used to play in Toronto what was the comedy club oh like? Yuck Yucks Yuck Yucks, was there one in the, There's in the, one the up 80s? By Set,
5: yeah, yeah, up by Sutton Place. It was up in Yorkville. Yeah, was It was that, called Yuck Yucks. That's the one I started Was at. there
7: another one, too? There, there was two
5: Yuck Yucks. One right by Sutton Place, and there was one uptown. But was there another comedy store, or was that the one? There was the In the 80s, it was only that one. And there was uh, Second City downtown. Yuck Yucks,
7: I remember. Yeah, yeah that yuck, was... Yuck. You know who I met? It was... Mike McDonald.
5: Oh, yeah. Mike passed away two years ago. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. He, he was a great guy. He Michael McDonald funny, funny guy. the we Brothers? No, no. no. no, no. He's oh. a comedian from Canada, oh, okay, Mike okay, McDonald. Okay. Well, what's his name from Canada, too? Norm. Jim, right? Norm McDonald, Jim Carrey. Yeah, what's Norm doing? Now? Norm, he's killing the game, buddy. He's, he's hilarious. He? Yeah. He's so funny. He's so weird. He's so, he's weird. so sarcastic. <laughs> he plays funny shit. Yeah. He's break my balls. He's so irreverent. <clears throat> one night we were at the, at the Laugh Factory, me, Norm, and Jamie Masada, the guy that uh, yeah. owns the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And uh, Jamie, which me and Norm are standing there, and Jamie's like, buddy, everybody keeps giving me business cards today. Look how many cards I got. This one, I have this guy. I, this one, he says agent. This one is manager. This one is plumber. <laughs> huh. And then he goes on to tell another story, and then Norm just goes, hey, Jamie, do the thing with the cards again. <laughs> No, he is funny in interviews because he just goes off. Oh, yeah. He used to have a bad gambling problem. Did he? I think he's got it. I think he beat it. I think the odds were stacked against him. (laughs) (laughs) But then he had Ah, had his own show, which kind
7: of died. I don't think he's good in scripted. I think he's good when he's...
5: Yeah, they got to figure out how to make him be him. Let him be him. Yeah.
7: Because he did that norm. Now, I wanted to do the show and choke him because he always kept saying...
5: Oh yeah, when was
7: yeah yeah, show a picture of me on the news on Saturday Night Live, and he goes, "What was it?" It was and you guessed it, Frank Stallone. Yeah. And they always have a picture of me behind. So in other words, today four hundred people were killed in Middle East, and you guessed it, Frank Stallone. There would be a picture yeah. in my head. I said, "Well, since they're doing that, my first album cover." I said, "Let me come out from behind the picture and like attack him or something like that." I thought it'd be funny. They didn't think so, but um, <laughs> but he is funny
5: he's funny. Remember he had that one, it was on your documentary, it was yeah. uh, GQ Magazine's funniest person of the year. You guessed it, Frank Stallone. Stallone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
7: I don't think he had anything personal. No,
5: it just no. it's kind of a, an irreverent reference, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I remember he did Tom Green's show. Is he still around? Tom Green, he, Tom he's Green. back in Canada right now. Tom was... An there you are. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, did you ever work with Gino Vanelli back in the day? No, but
7: I know, I know Ross and, and Joe... I thought Gino Vanelli was
5: unbelievable. I saw him in a little club because your music and his music reminds me little of each bit, other. Little a little bit. A little bit. It's the same era, so it's the like that. Era. The wheels you of wrote, the wrote, wheels of
6: life. Wheels of life was his jam, though. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and Graciano was great. And
5: what was that song? Oh, I
9: remember those nights Yeah, in yeah.
5: Yeah. Tree. yeah, yeah. But the wheels of life was black
7: cars look, look better me. in yeah, the shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People gotta move.
5: Bed. Yeah, I saw him. In you game. wrote all those power ballads. Oh, love, he's great. I love no
6: you. Oh yeah, I love
5: well. those fucking rock power ballads. You know used what, to excite man? me. Take <laughs> it
6: back is a one, brother. <laughs> Take it back, back. I, bro. Yeah. I love that Take song. I would play it over <laughs> like when it was I was 80s. got. To be seen. Yeah. Yeah. That was a 80s badass song. Was bad. Uh-huh. 80s had some good. Take it back. 80s, 80s had, had a sound.
7: Some, had, yeah. had a sound.
6: It was like the doo wop thing. You have seen the corner, bro? You know that's why. Well, the wild thing for him is that you know he did so many
5: different styles of music, and he always managed to find something in each one. And that's why
7: they said I didn't have a big career. Because no one knew who the fuck I was, it was like
5: all of a sudden I do a big band album,
7: I do a country album, yeah. and I said the thing was because I like all kinds of music. And growing up, as I grew up in bars, played everything, you know. So I loved Sinatra, I loved you know Merle Haggard, I loved you know The Temptation. So I liked all that shit. So I incorporated it. So, but I think the first time I kind of incorporated everything was probably staying alive. But right. other than that, I was all over the fuck. What
5: was that song again? The lead song again from it. Far from over. <clears throat> Far from over. Yeah. So do you know, do you remember when you got sampled? There was a rapper named Sauce Money who sampled you. Sauce Money. Really? Yeah, and it was actually a really dope song. Was it? of yeah. Sauce over there. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well,
7: you know, you know, these guys, when they did Rocky Five, this group called Snap or something, and they're talking about Take You Back. Yeah, man, you know, we're doing this thing with our song. I go, whoa, 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 Your song. Fucking plagiarism my song. It's not your fucking... There's like they're kind of giving me the ideas on my own song because they're turning it into a rap song. No, it's my song. You're like doing your bullshit with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I said, first of all, it's not even that good. Thank you. No, I, I like the original shit. Yeah,
10: the original, that was
7: it. Yeah, that was well, it. that's what I grew up with, I doo-wop. I mean, he dreams. knows. Before... Before, there was like the Beatles, or all those What's doo-wop groups. Song? Johnny Maestro and the oh. Press, the, the Satins. and all, Yeah. yeah the Jimmy second. Beaumont and the Skyliners. And that's what he did. It was all doo So that's what Sly goes. He goes, yeah, just do what you do. And he's right when he says the documentary. He goes, but Frank used to do it for real. I did. I was young, so I had the high, squeaky voice, but I'd sing with guys older than me, and it was awesome.
6: The background, right? Yeah, if you see yeah. live from
7: Daryl's house, I'm singing Take I you gotta back. look
6: for that, bro. I, 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 I didn't know that because I used to yeah. love that show, bro. But I'm singing.
8: With
7: if you get i no, I'm, no if you get it's,
6: a chance, it's on YouTube. i watch, I'll watch his, it, bro. Yeah, uh,
8: I love that show. Documentary is I didn't awesome. know you were
6: on there, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's I remember Smokey invented, was awesome. on there. CeeLo Green was on there. He used to have everybody on there, bro. Yeah. And he was he would pay their songs, you know?
7: Yeah, oh no, it's no, a great show. I got shadow banned because I had 160,000 followers, and that's six months ago. It's never changed, and I've done like Brian Kilmeade, I did Sean Hannity, I did Mike Huckabee, and promoting my movie. And still, I said, wait a second. The guy goes, bro, you're shadow banned. I go, what
5: for? The fuck I do? I don't even know
7: about <laughs> shadow shadow ban?
6: What does that mean?
5: What, does that mean? what does that
6: mean?
7: it means is... They stop
5: you from getting any more followers. Any more followers.
6: And it's really bullshit. Yeah, it's it not
8: right.
5: I mean, we should have freedom of speech. I mean, you know what? Oh, uh, yeah, you think? Yeah. it would be a good thing to have nowadays. But even... Yeah. Remember, Ice-T had yeah, an album in the 90s that's called Freedom of Speech. Just watch what you say. Yeah, be, yeah <laughs> but that's the thing, man. And I'm saying, I said,
7: you're really affecting my business because, you know, I'm trying to get a work in here, and you're, like, stifling me. That's not fair.
6: I do a show right now called On My Block. It's a, a, a coming-of-age show. So I got 100,000 of my followers are kids, you know, coming-of-age kids, so I got to be real careful what I do. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I really, yeah absolutely. You know, I, I uh, one of my friends called me up. She goes, Emilio, can you put uh, our show, Plug It for the upcoming season? I, without watching the show, I put it up, right? So all I started getting these messages from parents with the kids, so Emilio, we respect you, sir. Very respectfully, said, but we can't have our kids watching the show, so I watched the show, bro, and it's like girl on girl and stuff like that. It was a oh, great no. show, <laughs> and, and, and it, blew, it, it messed me up, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
5: you know what I'm that's you, that's you, <laughs> Frank, is that you? I mean, uh, Emilio, is that you chilling that, with your that, nomies? That, that's,
6: that's the show I'm doing right now. <laughs> our, our, our last season right now.
5: Hey, what you're looking at online is your business, or it should be anyway. But let me tell you something. Even when you're searching in incognito mode, it doesn't hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Trust me, I've got a nasty browser history. It's nothing dirty. It's just I can't spell. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. And let me tell you something. I travel around the world, and there's certain countries in the world where you can't get certain websites for whatever reason that part of the world may have deemed it um, irresponsible or whatever. It goes against certain guidelines in certain countries. Well, this is something you don't have to worry about when you travel, especially guys like me. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon or Comcast. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. And I know this because I get ads for things I sometimes even just think about. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background, and it's so easy to use. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you to not be using it. And let me tell you something. You can choose whatever country you want to be in when you're using ExpressVPN. I know this because I've been in other countries, chose to watch stuff from other countries in other countries. I know, I could say other countries as many times as I want, but that's the beauty of ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link expressvpn.com/peters and you can get three extra months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com/peters. expressvpn.com/peters to learn more.
10: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the gangster Chronicles. Aspects the gangster rap boldly addressed from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's go.
3: Smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart. I think like it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
11: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
12: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have a show
7: like talking about positivity, go to school, be a
6: good kid? Well, I, 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 I do. I do. I go around all over the juvenile halls, and yeah, yeah. I speak to kids. You know, inner city kids you know, yeah. don't do drugs, don't yeah. do gangs. Yeah. I don't think so. It might. But they're they showing.
7: I think. I think you have WhatsApp.
6: But the show on Netflix has 1.3 billion viewing hours. So I got a lot of kids that are following me, bro, you know?
7: Well, you know what? They should follow me. That's why I thought that documentary, the first one in the 70s, Scared Straight, was brilliant. It's great, right? These guys, remember the side? Yeah, absolutely. Go tell me shit. Come on, and there's Tucker. a man right there. See no?
6: that the kid right there? Yeah. That's the next right Chris here? Tucker right there, bro. That's the show I'm doing right okay. now. With well, me and the Nomi's him. Jamal. It was his ha, funny cat. Ha, ha. When these guys
7: went to the Rawley prison. These Remember kids, that? Shit, they going, man, I know one tells me what to do, and all of a sudden he's sitting there on that bench crying like a little bitch. Going, <laughs> the guy said, take them motherfucking shoes off, boy. He goes, see that pretty blue eyes? I better take it out and squish it. Now, They're fucking killers.
6: That's gonna straight. The first one back in the day was good, no, I mean, brother. It was good. First one,
7: the guy goes, I'm in for rape, murder awesome
5: and they even took my motherfucking and no out. So microphone
9: can, go, <laughs> no but I'm just saying
7: these are these are lifers man so he uh, goes I go could up. actually kill you right now on this TV show <laughs> what are they going to do give me another exactly. life <laughs> that's sentence that's what he said that's what he said yeah he said, "Man, when I tell you to jump, I'm gonna see the bottom of your goddamn feet." And I'm going like this. And these kids are all talking heavy, man. Going, they in.
6: tried to do it again, brother. But you know it what? It was work. it was too soft, bro. It it's was too soft. It was too soft. soft. But well these now, are because now there's bad. too many
5: legal options. Too exactly. Many now. Exactly. There's too much legality. No, but happening. these
6: guys were
7: going. I'm going. I'll tell you right. I you, I was with Ken Norton, and they used to have fights at Rawway where the inmates would fight like you know, pros or something. And there were a few amateurs. I remember, from my James team. Scott came from Rawway. That's right. And, and I he got a fought picture for the title
8: in Rowway. I know.
7: I got a picture of James Scott and I when I was there.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
7: it's pretty kind of rare. And but so all of a sudden I'm sitting there with Ken Norton. He just won the title, and he's huge. And I'm walking through like into the thing. It was uh, I think Howard sell. I forget who was there, but I'm oh, walking good, through, so. and here's like the gate, the yard. This is Ken Norton. Hey, bitch! I got something for your ass. Hey. Tony Ken. Talking to Ken, I'm there. Oh shit. I'm thinking, can you imagine if I was in there, like white, like Afro, you know? I'm saying, I'm saying to myself, this is the heavyweight champion of the world, and they don't give a shit. He said, Man, I got something for you. Come on that fence, bitch.
5: And I'm there, whoa. I'm going, like, whoa. Kenny just uh, washed it, walk, blew it off.
7: Yeah, I'm That's saying to myself right I would there. be, I would be, oh yeah.
0: Where's that?
8: Jerry Cooney, you, your brother.
7: Oh, that's at the Rocky Balboa thing. In, yeah, Barkley's
5: right beside your brother. Yeah.
8: And oh, there's,
7: uh, what's his name? It um, Mancini, no? Is
6: that Mancini, Mancini in the Vito. top left?
7: Oh, what's the guy? What's his name? The Hawk. Aaron Pryor. Aaron Pryor. Aaron Pryor. Mike, Pryor. McCallum. Yeah. No, Mike McCallum.
6: Is that Mike McCallum? Let's see. Jerry Cooney. There, man. Where's, yeah. Cooney, where's Cooney at, bro? I don't yeah, yeah a lot of guys. There's a lot right there. line, a, up, on the right. Kevin
7: King. You know who's. Oh, Roger Mayweather? I, there's Kenny Norton in
8: the back yeah look who's putting his face behind your head
7: who is that
5: oh Rob Lowe huh oh. <laughs>
8: who is that's that that's fucking
5: Kevin King
7: Kevin
5: King oh um Frank Bruno's in there too looks like in the
8: middle you see Kevin King behind you yeah, yeah he's uh, sticking Ken his Norton? he's sticking his head in there yeah who's
7: <laughs> to you funny. know with
8: that hair who's that David Hasselhoff oh with the hair no, I don't that know
7: that is David Hasselhoff
5: no, I no like that's it, not. It looks like Rob Lowe. It looks like Rob Lowe, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's not Rob no. Lowe. Or the hop. It
7: could be the hop. Look how big I ran Is that up.
5: Manny Stewart's head, forehead behind the...
7: Oh, that's Eddie Mustafa Muhammad behind Sly's head. Right A.K.A. Yeah.
5: Eddie Davis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, look how big Cooney was. Cooney's
8: a
6: big dude, Cooney huh? Big yeah.
8: Jerry would be heavy. Cooney's still in good shape.
6: Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. First his yes.
7: hands are this big. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah. Oh. is that right? Yeah, yeah
5: that's Hasselhoff. off yeah. it is Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs>
7: that was in were, yeah. were you there, Chuck? For Rocky Balboa. Who's that in
8: the
5: front center? Yeah.
8: Vito in to Oh shit. Vito went to firm. Still wears his golden gloves still to this day. How tough was he? Yeah. That's a boxer.
7: Jerry right Cooney there, right? used to hit him in the gym with a left hook that would kill people. Vito was a middleweight, a small middleweight, and Vito would go, eh, hey, not too bad. He's from Bar, from Italy.
8: He's a primitive. He's, wow. Look how
7: big his head is. He's crow Magnum, and he used to cut so many times. Remember? It's yeah. Not, like at the way he used to he used to cut, in he, he used to cut kind of the dressing room. That's a great joke, bro. Love, the way. So here's the thing. So he's from Italy. He had an Italian accent. He's from my father's body. He goes. They said, "Well, Vito, I heard you had an operation. Had all your bones like kind of filed because he used to cut. They're sharp." He goes. Yes, I got to take care of the bones today. So he gets in a fight,
9: and Hello, he gets so. cut. Oh, look at that. So he gets
7: cut here, 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 like about six cuts. Mm-hmm. And they go, Vito, well, you got cut this fight. Ah, these are new cuts. <laughs> <laughs> the old nothing else opened up there. These are new cuts. He must have had easily chucked 300 stitches oh, in his career. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> He's got lids. He's like yeah. Herman Munster. But he was tough, man. He'd run 20-some miles a day.
10: Is that right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. He was really tough. He He's still
8: co- alive? Yeah.
7: Yeah. He oh, had yeah. a Coca-Cola route, right? He just
8: called me a little while. Fucking Vito
7: Antofirmo called you? Two weeks ago. Uh, really? Yeah. He's a little punchy now, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, Chuck, how are you doing?
5: Hey,
8: uh, he goes, how old
7: is he now? He's my
5: age. No, Vito? Of course. He's only 68? 68. Sure, he was
8: fighting. You're looking
6: good, brother. You're looking good, bro.
8: Fuck. 68. Hell yeah. But he but,
6: called me, he goes,
8: hey, uh, anything coming up, you get me a job in the movies. I, I I'm not even working. <laughs> I'm
5: trying to get a job. I, I'm trying to get a job myself. Vito. It's not like a Vito's a thespian. Chuck's the most connected unemployed guy I know. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't believe I'm
7: wearing a bolo type. Hey, hey,
5: Vito was in the Godfather. Yes, he was. Godfather three,
7: right? Oh yeah. 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 Boy, that was a oh that was a failure. Wow. Did your brother ever want to be in any of those? He was going to direct it. No, well, he was going to direct Cotton Club. I, no, I think he was going to direct, some, wait, 80s? I think they wanted him to direct or be in Cotton Club. I was over at Bob Evans' house. He didn't want to do it. He would
9: have
7: played the Richard Gere part. Which mm-hmm. I think he would have probably done a really good job.
5: Oops. But, You're too strong for your own yeah, good, Frank.
7: I, yeah, I can't believe. I knew I always loved, you know, I grew up. With horses and stuff. But here I am with a fucking bolo tie
6: in nineteen. <laughs> did, did you guys have money growing up, bro? Not really. No, no?
7: Yeah, what? I guess you don't even know if you do. Dig it. My father always had a Cadillac. You know, Is that right? knows? Right well, on. The Cadillac lost, like, yeah. Yeah. a Cadillac cost like $2,000. My money father had a 58 in. Cadillac. Yeah. So did mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 58. Yeah. yeah. Hey, your was,
8: stepfather, was he Italian too? Yeah, that
7: was the guy that I think was yeah. mobbed up. Because no one knew what he... He had an Italian food company, pizza company, and every one of his friends. So he comes to Philly to watch Mike Rossman fight Aldo Travisino at the Spectrum. He's there. He's from Philly. And he goes, I want you to meet uh, Joe Gambino. This is Carlos' son. He's there. Hey, how you doing? Like, not like a gangster type. I'm there. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm there like, you know, and then you always had like, like when they shot Rocky, Rocky was guerrilla film. Was it was not. Really? Oh, fuck, no. So, Joe Letizia, Joe Scrappy, like, had all these union guys. All that shit was an accident. They, they, that wasn't, like, legal. Really? Like, the thing at the museum steps, they just were driving around and go, hey, that might be a good idea. Run up. That wasn't in the script. Wow. Come wow. <laughs> and, but all those guys, the, those people, extras, like, hey, screw you, Creepo Marie. That was Joe Letizia's daughter. He goes, you put my daughter in the movie, I'll get some things going. It was Joe Spinell awesome or The one. best.
8: He was great. Hey, in everything my ears. He
7: did. My ears. You, come uh, on. Cool? Hey, hey, Rock. Some people just hate, you know? Oh, he, But
8: Joe was good in everything. I love
7: Spinell, man.
8: He was good He in was great. Everything. Everything.
7: He was gazo.
8: Even Nighthawks, he was great. He was. a oh. But him and Sly had a falling out. I don't know why.
7: Joe was kind of a goofy guy. He used to hang around with Tony Comforti a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. they're all dead.
8: Tony died years ago,
7: <laughs> man. Know, Tony died young. To Phil Carlo died, died, didn't he?
6: Having a good time, yeah. Right.
8: But bad death, bad. ALS. yeah.
7: But you know, he was—he, I didn't know he—he he was a hell of a writer, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he wrote ten books. Didn't he write *Son of Sam*? Or no, he wrote *The Night Stalker*. He with,
8: wrote *The Night Stalk*. He wrote. The Gas Pipe, uh, he wrote. He wrote Gasso? Yeah, Gasso, yeah. He's gas a pipe, really yeah. good writer, man. Yeah. He wrote so many books. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I used to
7: see him at Columbus. I just thought, you know. He
8: was just... And he wrote some good plays. I did one of my first play for him. Really? Yeah. Me and Paul Herman. Who
7: was the guy that always used to go up there? He limped a little bit. Spiro.
8: Spiro. Who was he? That was his yeah. hand. What did he Spiro. do? What was he like? He just... was, he was a connected guy, Spiro. He was? Yeah. Was he Greek or Italian? I you don't know what he
7: was. But a nice guy. Yeah. I used to sit there it would be him, Spiro's a very great Frankie, yeah, Frankie, uh, Frankie Gio. Frankie Gio. Tony uh Tony. Frankie Gio. Frankie tough. You bet your ass he was tough. And Frankie Gio and uh Oh Tony. I mean Jordan Sirico. Oh
8: Jordan Yeah. He'd be sitting
7: there. But you know, Frankie Gio, remember the King of New York with Chris Walken? Absolutely. And he was yeah. the mob guy at the table. Absolutely. Hey, he was another guy, like sixty years old. Was a light ha- He tough, man. He, tough. He, oh, yeah. No who else was tough was Burt Young.
8: That was... Oh, I yeah. I ask absolutely. you about him, yeah. You know, Burt Young was like 17 and low.
9: Yeah. Really?
8: You know, when but, he oh, was yeah, 24, yeah. Was a tough guy. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, no. He had like 17 0 pro fights. Yeah. And he was... Before that, he was an a, 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 amateur <laughs> champion. All but the they truth. said
7: that what he really was... Remember the movie The Gambler? When he comes in and breaks up the room, like with James Conn? Hey, you owe money. Remember? That? <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. And remember his brother Bobby...
6: Look at him! Man. Yeah. Remember
8: his
7: brother Bobby?
6: Oh, what? A, I didn't know that, bro. I didn't know. I <laughs> no, know. We that,
8: fought. We fought the same night. The first time they ever had hey, celebrity he boxing. Like a little pretty badass right Bert? there, right? Bert, Bert, Bert fought a a How would he do? They beat him. That's and he Bert. was Bert was a tough ten years boy.
7: older than uh, uh, Bert was a heavyweight. He weighed about one eighty five, like Rocky Marciano,
8: boy. but he was tough, man. That's what uh uh, uh Bo used to say. He goes, about, you know, I went out there to just to box. So, you, you know, he thought this was a real fight. You know, <laughs> you no, know,
5: fucking Frank beat the there shit out is. of. There he is. That's yeah. that's Burt Young. That's a wow. great picture, bro. That's Burt Young. That's crazy, and he has a real Italian name. It's not even Burt Young. Urea. Yeah. And right. hey, what about when you beat the shit out of Geraldo? Uh, uh, <laughs> Geraldo who? Geraldo. Rivera. You got you fought
6: Geraldo your, Rivera, your your uncle. Fighter. It was huge? Hu- oh yeah, back in the, the day. Yeah, yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. He's huge,
6: man. Is that right? Yeah. So I gotta look that shit up, bro. Who was the referee?
7: Arthur McKinney. So I'm there like he goes, so we have this. And then Geraldo done an expose or something on organized crime. So all of a sudden I go to Gleason's gym. Now remember this is for charity. All of a sudden, these guys are standing around the gym. Hey, don't. Like with sunglasses. Look, I got 20,000. You kick this guy. I go, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> no, now no. I got organized crime involved.
2: I said, this is like a charity. Tr-
7: I'm like getting paid for this shit, right? Oh, but these guys are sitting there. Yeah, not for nothing, Frank. I got some 20 large. You knock this fucking guy out. I go, no, no. This charity. Eh, fuck charity.
5: Listen. And
7: so now I'm representing. That's a great story, bro. I'm that's representing a great story. the Italian fucking underworld. And this is. This fucking
5: guy tried to expose us. Tried to
7: expose (laughs) us. So here's the deal. Geraldo said they were going to get, we could have sold Nassau Auditorium out. I've never been there. But he said, with this fight, because nobody liked Geraldo. Was it Nassau Coliseum? Nassau Coliseum. In Long Island. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there. But so the thing was, I'm so stupid. I didn't, like, I need a manager. I didn't have anybody. I could have probably made 100 grand.
8: Oh, easily. So what did I make? Forget about it.
7: Nothing, a ten thousand dollar check for Geraldo I went to charity, and my guy and my brothers go. Not only are you stupid, I, but if I had a, no, sir, if I had a manager, if you saw that now, because it was huge. Howard Stern was huge then. This was the biggest show you'd ever had to that point.
6: Well, what was that a Mayweather fight this last week? And how much did they make? They made some money, like right? Ninety million. They did okay. Oh but Mayweather
7: didn't do himself any favors because if that was Duran, Duran would have knocked him out.
5: Yeah, but Mayweather's never been that aggressive style. No, Mayweather do. just wanted to show you. Listen, I know you think you boxed, but you're not going to be able to hit me. It's like remember when Sugar Ray Leonard? Uh, but Sugar he did Ray, hit him. Yeah, nah, not clean. <laughs> but, but, pl- remember when Sugar Ray Robinson well. paid people if you can, I'll let you go around with me. If you can oh, hit me, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Not the greatest. <clears throat> Robinson not would just Mayweather dance made around. Ten million Thank you. Wow. And and Logan
7: will probably make he
2: about $250,000 plus
7: 10% of pay per view revenue. 10%? That's $250,000? Yeah.
5: No. Logan Paul? Wow. Really? No, he made more than that. No, he made two hundred fifty. dollars but <clears throat> he's, you know, it without Mayweather, the fight meant nothing. No. no. Yeah, of course. So you got to give the lion his right, share. Right, right, right.
7: But you know, it's funny. When I do that Geraldo thing, it was called the Scrapple and the Apple. And <laughs> The and I'll never forget. I used to go on Howard. I, I was, okay, here's Howard would start stuff, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. He'd punk out. Vinny? Yeah, we're with Vinny, right? And then I, and, and then one day he's talking, he's like ragging on Gotti. Remember when Gotti just got out, won the case? And I'm doing the show with David Brenner. And we're sitting there talking, and then the Howard comics? starts talking about yeah, about Gotti. Going, <laughs> I guess he got. I said, and David and I go. Ooh. I just, so when, when we go to commercial, I said, are you out of your fucking mind? If we ever said anything about John Gotti, we'd never get out of the studio. What are you, fucking nuts? I go, don't joke around like that. And Dave is there, yeah, yeah, don't joke around like that. Because he was joking around. I'm saying, think of be waiting for us outside. You know, Absolutely. If you said something bad about John oh, Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so then I'm doing the show to promote something, and Vinny Paz is coming in. Vinnie Paz. You know, we were there the night before we went to scores with Chuck. We're friends, right? So this guy's like five-time world champion.
8: He is five time world. Yeah, he we? is
7: five So Chuck's sitting there, we're laughing, having a good time. And fuck, I knew. I, he goes to Chuck, hey Chuck, you can kick Vinny's ass, can't you? And I'm there like, You motherfucker. Who said that to you? Or Howard said was to, to get Chuck me and Vinny to fight. Right? So he goes, Chuck, you could kick Vinny's ass and Vinny's there You know, they still have egos. You know, they're friends, but you know, we still <laughs> He goes, Hey Chuck, I really like you but you know, I don't know. Chuck's there, and he was fucking pissed. Well, because he was still in the Angels. you know. He's there. He goes, you know, what are you trying to do to me, man? You put me on the spot with my friend? Right. Right, right. He was pissed. And Howard Howard goes, oh, I didn't mean that. To I was going like, to choke him.
8: <laughs> well, I said, how? He's not he, five-time he, 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 world
6: champion for nothing. Yeah, he yeah. yeah. goes. You know? yeah. He puts you on the spot, though, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, I still listen to Sternberg. Yeah but, in the spot. The, yeah, but you know. He stopped doing that to people now, though. Yeah, oh. It's all different. The show's all
8: I right went up now. there yeah, one yeah. time, right? What happened? He said something bad about the Los Angeles or something, you know, disrespectful. That's really stupid. So I went up there. I go up there unannounced. I don't even tell him I'm coming. I just walk right through. <laughs> and they said, Did his, you have your patch on? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I get, oh, well, Chuck's here. Supposedly, I said something uh, bad. He's coming out and straightening it out and all. And, uh, oh, didn't f- realize it was his birthday that day. So his lawyer, uh, Oh, the fact guy, the Italian yeah, guy, yeah, yeah.
7: yeah, Al Barbera, a barber, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he
8: brings him a whole one of those red, red uh, uh, fly wagons, yeah, what they call it? The fly oh, the, wagon. a flyer, a American flyer, flyer. flyer. Fly fly- full of uh, vodka and stuff, you know, Grey Goose, yeah. And I said, Howard, I said, I'm here, but you know what? I'm not going to beat you up on your birthday. My present to you is you're not going to get beat up today. <laughs> well, what would I do? What I do? I said, you said something to Schmack. well, Don't bring up the Hell's Angels no more. Ever. Because they were going to come up here. But since we're friends, I'm taking care of it. And Boy, that guy brought this Howard, happy birthday. He goes, give it to Chuck and the boys. <laughs> and he got so mad. The lawyer, yeah. he gave, I took the whole.
7: And he doesn't even drink. Fly, fly, yeah, I didn't
8: take it. I still have the bottle. Signed. He signed it to me that day, and I gave the rest of it to the Hells Angels. Did the Hells Angels hear about
7: that he said that? Huh? Did the Hells Angels know that he said something
8: weird? Oh, yeah, they were going to go up there. And I said, look, he's oh. my friend. I'll go up there. and I'll take care of it. Oh,
7: man, that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
8: You know, it, it was crazy. One one year we did, I think it was, uh, I don't know what, I think it was 99 when we escorted. It was 18 Hells Angels. We escorted the whole NWO, Hulk Hogan, and everybody into the oh, right? ring in Nashville, in oh, really? uh, 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 Knoxville, Kentucky. Wow. Knoxville, Tennessee, I'm Knoxville, sorry. Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh and we escorted. So the, the plan was, because they were the bad guys, and uh, Eric Bishop comes to me, look, I want you guys just go ride down the ring, and escort them down there, park your bikes, and just stand there. He goes, but you got to realize these guys are the bad guys. And the audience is going to start throwing shit at them. I said, let me tell you something. Anybody <laughs> hits me, well one of my brothers, we're gonna start stabbing and slabbing people. <laughs> yeah. He goes, you know what? Don't even stop. Just go around the
7: ring and go <laughs> in the back.
8: <laughs> How about if
7: someone threw a can to hit one of their bikes? But but oh, but but
8: man. it was the greatest entrance in, in wrestling history. Oh, cr- was there it is. was in yeah, there Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's it right there. It was Hulk Hogan and the rest of the NWO and we escorted him into the ring.
5: Did Hulk come in on a bike too?
8: No, no, no. Just the Hell's Angels. Oh wow, they're the they And the crazy thing about it. As soon as they go out to the ring, people start booing them because we were there. They started cheering they <laughs> clapping and everything. Oh, yeah. And even Hulk, as he's walking, goes, What's going on, man? This was supposed to be, you know, booing us and shit, you know? But it was the greatest entrance. Got that as, soon as, as soon as we, we pulled out, everybody was cheering and clapping. Oh, yeah. Instead, and he's actually he's next to me, he goes, That's a badass entrance right Man, here. they're supposed to be booing us, man. What's going on, man? They're clapping, you know? <laughs> Oh,
9: that's great, man. Yeah. Look at that. So we were supposed wow. to go around
8: the ring, stop, park the bikes, and stand there. And I said when I said we'll start uh, stabbing and slabbing people, he goes, you know what? Don't just go around the ring and go in the back again. <laughs> oh yeah, that would not have <laughs> been a good idea. Yeah. But this was the SS? greatest Yes. Uh, look at the, this this was part. the greatest entrance in wrestling history. Well, I don't yeah. care what they say. Los Angeles, man. Yeah, they came from uh, uh, Illinois. They came from Kentucky. They came from uh, South Carolina. And these
5: are the real dudes.
8: Man. Yeah, these are the real so guys. I never
5: actually, I never actually introduced this episode, and on today's <laughs> and on oh. today's episode of Culturally Cancelled, I have my dear friend, my brother, my family member, Charles Carmine Zito, sitting beside me, and uh, and he called in two of his buddies, who I will now consider my friends, if yes. they will let me. Yes. Um, the uh, legendary. Actor, comic, Cholo Vato, Emilio Rivera. Thank you, brother. It was a pleasure uh, to be here. It really was a pleasure and, to be
6: uh, here, brother. I'm with legends over here, brother.
5: And, a, and a a legendary legend. singer, songwriter, musician, actor Frank Stallone is here too. So, yeah, yeah.
6: with all his
7: bad mic
5: technique, well, horrible. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. Yeah. The one singer. And, and,
8: and if you haven't singer, seen <laughs> this documentary, when he puts, tune in to Amazon. Oh yeah, it's on Prime Amazon. And watch, yes,
5: yeah, Stallone. Stallone, Frank.
8: That is, Frank, that is.
5: yeah, yeah. You it's know, Frank Stallone. If you go see Frank Stallone in concert, he tends to put his guitar down while he's playing. That's uh. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And start playing my mic. It's like, uh. <laughs> 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 right, that's awesome. this episode of Culturally Cancelled. I'm Russell Peters. Thank you, guys. Thank you, people. Ciao. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culturally Cancelled. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. I'm really excited to tell you that Culture the Cancel has a phone line now, so you can call in, leave a message and ask me a question that I might answer on the show. So far I've answered zero. Ask me about music, food, comedy, boxing, whatever. It's our little nod to the ways of the old school radio shows, so have fun with it. And if you like the podcast, be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so more people can find out about it. And if you're just a negative Nelly, keep it to yourself. And follow us on Instagram at canceled and CulturallyRP on Twitter. We're also on YouTube if you want to see what my backyard looks like in real life or just where we do the podcast. Until next week, I'll be here, you'll be there.